and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlypoof, and this is level 212. Joining me tonight, for probably the last time in a while because of stupid school, is X the Hero. Hey, stupid school. It is so stupid. 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 We also have Big L. Man, Fufu and X, neither of you could just stay retired. It's true. What are you talking about? What? Nothing. I don't know. Did I say I was you retired? Stay retired. Yeah, you used to retire for like two months. A month? Oh, that, no. That was just a little break. It was, <laughs> it was like it was like three weeks. Three it was like weeks. three weeks. It was back in three weeks. I just like, need to do a couple of weeks. That's being silly. <laughs> and also, we have a very, very special guest of Ahizo. What's up, buddy? Not much. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. As you wanted to come back. Why do we put ourselves through this? I mean, the fact you guys asked me back only tells me I need to try harder to destroy the reputation of this show. <laughs> um, we've done There's the a show. You know Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Where's that dead horse? <laughs> hey. you're, you're the one that does it the most. Damn you, I <laughs> out. Damn you. He does the dead horses the most? <laughs> uh, that one, yes. There's a podcast? Oh my gosh. Oh, I thought you just meant the most dead horses, I was to say. I know, that's uh, definitely uh, Koosh. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> playing hooky, and Michelle is playing hooky at yeah. school today. Michelle was apparently working, and Nate was apparently oh, on vacation. Quotes. We see the air quotes, vacation. but the people can't. <laughs> well, obviously. I mean, technically I am recording a video of this, so... <laughs> L and X both got nervous when I said that. <laughs> no, no nerves. I was just like, should I do Whoa, some product placement here? Akintosh <laughs> in 12 years? Get, get some extra sponsorship for the show. Right? <laughs> oh my God, if we got sponsored by any Scotch distillery, X <laughs> would lose would his be? mind. He'd be like, yeah, guys. Even Hunting the... 101, the podcast Ugh. brought to you by Glenn Morangy. <laughs> I have yes, they no pay idea us to get messed up is. on the show. Is the any official of podcast of corn. Look, we just talked about corn and Nin and other bands for like 30 minutes before we started this. We cannot go back into that conversation, especially because <laughs> this is supposed to be about video games. So with that, Ooh, I, let's get into our topic of discussion. And I'm not going to read the question this week because this week the question was, was asked to our patrons by none other than X the Hero. So, X, this was your question, so you go ahead and read it off. Hey, that's me. So, background before I actually ask the question itself, my wife and I were talking about when is it worthwhile to sort of play a game over, because I just wrapped up Final Fantasy VIII, and I played that back in, I think, probably 2000 or 2001. So, more than 20 years have passed. And I'm finally getting around to replaying it. So the question was kind of inspired by that. So, <clears throat> while many gamers consider remakes, remasters, definitive editions, whatever the heck you want to call them, uh, just to be nothing more than cash grabs, there are definitely several that buck that trend and are worthwhile products. This is a genuinely superior version you're getting. So the question was, what remake, remaster, definitive edition, etc. do you consider to be the best delivering or most worthwhile one? Let's go back to Final Fantasy VIII first, Mr. X. 
Okay. Now, I myself, I myself played it when it first came out and never finished it. But when it came out with achievements, that got me to go back and play it. Uh, but not only did it have achievements, it came with some quality of life uh, enhancements, which I'm sure we'll get into with a lot of the games we'll be talking about. Uh, the graphics were basically the same, more or less, but it had the ability to turn off random battles, uh, to make things super fast, and to basically turn off the ability to die or take damage, more or less. Oh, not not quite. But... More or less. <laughs> that definitely helped with with uh, playing this in, in the modern age. Mostly the, the times three speed helped the most. Yeah. Your grinding battles, etc., just sped up the process. Did you use any of that when you were playing through? If you play a 7, 8, or 9, I believe, uh, remasters, uh, and you are not using 3x speed boost, you are a sadist <laughs> or masochist, whatever one is to yourself. Um, Foof is waving. waved. No, that's, that's just brutal. <laughs> why, why would you do that to yourself? Um, Likes the animation. No, no, it's just, like, it's just so real experience. And the animations are cool the first four times you see them and then it just gets really tedious um so yeah i did use the 3x level boost uh, pretty much throughout the whole thing there's a couple timing based sections where you want to turn it off Correct. um but otherwise yeah that that was on uh i turned off no random encounters a couple times just where it was just annoying at that point uh and then only a couple bosses did i use the battle booster so I, I'm not going to lie and say I played the game legit, but I I, I tried to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those battle boosters are nice, especially for some of the optional harder bosses that, you know, took hours back in the day. You just speed it up three times and wail on them at max damage and makes them much easier. See, for the actual yeah. game, I play it through legit, but then when you get to those parts where it's just like, man, I'm just underleveled. Yeah, I'll stick on the three times because all you're doing is just grinding out levels. So, yeah, if I could do it 20 times speed, I would. Okay, That's what we're talking about. Yes. But, yeah, yep. but for playing, like, the actual game, the bosses and everything, no, nah, I don't do the cheats. I don't do uh, speed ups or anything like that. Like, I want to play legit, mm -hmm. but f anything where it's like, this is just tedious, yeah, let's speed it up. Yeah, the, the conversations, the dialogue a lot is a lot of where I use the or where I was glad I was using that 3x speed boost was... Oh my gosh, it ticked that, that across the screen so slow. slowly. Yeah, <laughs> even even with the three times speed boost, it it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great trying to go through those parts. Okay, that's fair too. That's that's fair game too. Uh, running around the overworlds or, or conversation, stuff like that, especially when you know the conversation, it's like, all right... I played this game a hundred times before. I know exactly how this conversation is going to go. Yeah, just, just let's just skip it. Yeah, and you can turn them on real easy. It's not like you have to pause and go into the options or something every time. If I remember, right, I think it's like you click in the left stick and that does one. You click the right stick, that does another or something like that. Yep, right stick was battle booster. Left stick was 3x. And then click both sticks in was uh, no random encounters. Yeah, so you right. know, turn them, turning them on and off at will at whatever point you decided you wanted to. You know, it wasn't much of a hassle. Yeah, the PS1 games, which are 7, 8, and 9, I like 8 the least, and mainly because it is the one where enemies level up with you, which is just gross. Did you say you like 8 the least? Yes, I like 8 the least. 
because the enemies wow. level up with you. And I believe if you get all your characters to level 99, you actually can mess yourself up. Um, bosses at the end? Level 100. If you're Omega. fighting Omega Weapon, Weapon the, yeah. uh, the optional Ultra Super Boss, um, he casts a spell that wipes out anyone whose level is a multiple of five. So if you end in a five See? or zero. So if you're Excellent. level 100, you can't go higher, and then it... I'm not going to say it makes it impossible, but wow. it might as well make it impossible. That's crazy. Um, by yeah. optional, and by optional, you mean there's an achievement for it, so it's not optional anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, if, if that's how you're looking at it, yeah. But as, in in yes. like terms of playing through the game, it you can just skip it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. There's no hidden cutscene. It's just sort of bragging rights back on the PS1 days, and now there is which, the achievement attached. And which is also always why I make sure to make multiple saves and don't just stick with one save, just in case. Oh, hundred percent goes down. I know some people that will just not. Just stick with one save. It drives me crazy. It's, you guys are pushing that You mentioned that, actually. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny that you say that, actually, because Final Fantasy IX <laughs> is the only old-school one I've never actually beaten. Uh-huh. That's because I screwed myself with my one save. I made it to the end of a dungeon. I don't remember what one at this point, but I made it to the end of mm-hmm. a dungeon, saved, couldn't beat the boss. I spent days trying to beat that boss. Couldn't do it, but then I didn't have enough resources to backtrack out of the dungeon. Oh, so no. I, I have my one save point on somewhere on disc three i think like late in the game and i i just i couldn't do it so that's that so maybe i'll add that one to my list you and, learned your lesson and that's finally good. say i've played through every final fantasy except 11 and 14 but they don't really count that doesn't count nine nine is a good time it's worth playing i think that might have ever actually that might actually be the first rpg i ever played was final fantasy nine oh, wow I know nothing about nine. I've never played that one. I don't even think I've seen like that one in in real life. It went back well, to like cartoony graphics with that one. Went back you don't to have the to mages. play a squall, which is great. <laughs> yes, it went back to the mages and the magic and the yeah. The old, the old, the old it's definitely more classic. It was a return to form, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, anyway, that's Final Fantasy, Fantasy Nine. Games. I have played nine. <laughs> I thought that was Final Fantasy six. Oh god. Okay, no, so a bit of a difference between those. Wow. So okay, let's retcon a lot of podcasts. I've always <laughs> said I've played I've always said that I played Final Fantasy Six and like I have bits and pieces in my memory, but apparently it's not six, it's nine. I don't know <laughs> how on earth I ever got those mixed up. We'll have to we'll have to go check in with uh, Katie Echo and find out how many yeah how many times did you mention Final Fantasy? That's crazy. Six was a good one though. You should actually play six. Yes, maybe I did play six and like I just played them like back to back and I forgot or something. (laughs) Wow. So anyway, back to the question: Is eight what you're looking for in a a remaster X? (laughs) What, What did you just say? The way they remastered it, in quotes also, is that what you're looking for in a remaster? Or, oh, oh, oh. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, that's sort of, like I said, that's what inspired the question. And it was a competent remaster. It definitely wasn't a remake. It was straight up the same game with HD textures and the, you know, the battle boosters uh, and speed boosters put in. But otherwise, it was the same game. And that's fine. 
because I mean, who wants to dig out their PS one and deal with memory cards that probably don't work anymore? Um, you know, <laughs> oh, you can man. emulate it and whatnot. I know I'm just breaking your heart there, Foof. But, uh, my PlayStation one may or may not be sitting on the shelf right over there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as far as bringing an old classic game to modern era without fundamentally changing it, that's a, what more could you really ask for? Honestly, I agree. Um, but my, I guess my answer to my own question is actually going to be Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Now, have any of you played either version of Tales of Vesperia? I have not. No. Uh, about okay, 20, 25 minutes of it. I wasn't big on it. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to spoil anything Whoa. major. Um, but the first game you have your, or the original, not the first one, the, the 360 version, you have your original cast of characters um, and you, you do the thing as any game would do the thing. The Definitive Edition, when it came out, they made... Throughout the game, you get, like, a guest character. His name is Flynn. He just pops in your party every once in a while, uh, but he's not a permanent member. So in the Definitive Edition, they made him a permanent member, and then they added a whole new character and whole new sort of gameplay chapter to the story, hmm. um, and it just really fleshes... It, it adds more depth and detail to the story. It's not like a shoe in or like DLC. Like they made her, they integrated her into the whole game. They added new, uh, you know, cutscenes and dialogue, and they changed some scenes that would now work with this new character put in. Um, so they really, they sort of fundamentally changed the game in that way. And that makes it a whole new experience for the most part. They also went in cool. and yeah, if you've ever played a tales game, there's little skits. So like little mini conversations uh, and it's just like character development and relationship building and whatnot. Um, they went in and voiced a bunch of those that weren't voiced. So the whole game went from voiced cutscenes only to just everything is voiced basically. So they That's added, nice. they added a ton of content to the definitive edition and that that's cool. Like that's worth playing again because you're getting I hate to say the word more again, but you're getting just more of the game, but not in a DLC sense, just sort of an expansion of the game. And I think that's cool. I think that's that's worthy of buying the game again and playing through. So for more. something like this, would it even be worth buying the uh, 360 version or just play the definitive? Yeah, if you have any interest, just play the definitive. It doesn't do anything worse. And I mean... If you absolutely hate the game and you're looking, I just want to complete it and get all the achievements, you know, maybe an extra couple hours from the bonus content and, you know, extra cutscenes and whatnot. And if you're going for the completion, it's already like a hundred hour completion. So what's mm. another five hours at that point, you know? Yeah, really? I'm watching a video on this. This looks fantastic. What, Vesperia? Yeah. I love the it art. It is quite the, the, possibly. The it is very nice. It's definitely my favorite in the Tales series. Um, I've played almost all of them, but it's quite possibly my favorite JRPG of all time. It really, wow. it just does Ivory's. everything right. Yeah. Um, the Tales series is generally known for their very dark stories. Like Final Fantasy has some dark elements, and but you know, it's always a group of teenagers, save the world, kill the bad guy. Tales tends to be much darker like human trafficking and enslavement and <laughs> yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't mess around <laughs> they don't Good mess times. around um i won't spoil anything major but tales of arise the newest one if you in the first you know 20 minutes you'll learn this so not a spoiler um 
the the kings of the kingdom literally have a contest to commit the most genocide who can kill the most number of their own citizens Dear and they God. just have an annual contest to slaughter their own people yeah like really dark stuff that tails is known for oh. and vesperia does not disappoint huh now you got me wanting to go back and try it again for the tales games such where you could just play any of them without playing the previous ones Kind of like Final Fantasy. Uh, except for the specific sequels, yeah, they're they're completely standalone. Okay. There's little Easter eggs, but it, yeah, no, you'll you'll be completely fine. Huh? Yeah, you've got me wanting to play this. Battle <laughs> system. I mean, I could talk about Vesperia <laughs> and Tales all day. Um, <laughs> it is. It plays like an action RPG, um, but it's not like. I don't know. I guess like the battles are what's the word I'm looking for? Um, instance, you run into the bad guy on the map and then you go to the battle screen, but then you can run around full, you know, anywhere you want. You have your attack buttons, your special moves. It's, I don't know. I love the battle system. $50. Let's just uh, put that on a price tracker. <laughs> Went on sale not too terribly long ago and um, I think it was like three bucks in Argentina. Oh, wow, this is relatively recent. January of 2019. Yeah, 2019, yep. The original game came out in 2008. So it wasn't even like, with the new console, let's re-release it. It was, like, yeah, over 10 years later, they brought it back with more stuff. Hmm. Oh, I cool. do also, I'll throw out there, just so uh, no one can call me out. Uh, if you live in Japan, this <laughs> new definitive edition was released in Japan in 2009 or 10, but it never was localized for the West. Oh wow! Okay. Wow, it's took like ten years to do that. That's crazy. Did they make? Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a, an HD remaster and Western localization, I suppose, of the definitive edition. Okay. Would you say, Ahaza? No, I, I was asking exactly that. Oh. If they had made any changes compared to the Japanese definitive, it sounds like they the content and stuff was there, but they they brought it up to twenty nineteen standards. Yeah, I, I I mean the short version. I guess I'm going really out of order here. Is it was a 360 <laughs> exclusive, um, came out in 2007 or eight, I think eight 360 exclusive, and then in 2009 it got a Japanese only PS3 release, which is the definitive edition. So that okay. version never made it west until 2019. Okay, it took ten gotcha. years to get localized, and then I think wow. it got like more HD because it. Definitely looks better on Xbox <laughs> One than it did on PS3. Cool. But yeah, that's that's my very long-winded, very uh, in-depth answer to my question. What Definitive Edition is the most delivering or worthwhile? If we there is such trails. a thing, that gets my vote. All right. Uh, let's go to Heiser next. What would be your answer to this? Uh, mine would, without a doubt, be the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 remake that came through a Which couple is a years ago. Which is a beautiful answer. That's such a good answer, it, too. I, I'm, I'm not one who's ever had, you know, a lot of people have issues with remakes and, you know, remasters, oh, make something new. I've never had a problem with that, but Tony Hawk in particular just hit every mark I was looking for. I loved the first two games growing up. They have a lot of nostalgia for me. Uh... And it just, they they took both games, they merged them together really well. It's a seamless experience. You can play, you know, any character from any game through campaigns of, or the story modes of both of them. 
It looks a lot nicer. They so, kept all the original levels and just really made them a lot prettier. Um, they, it, it sounds weird, but they managed to make it feel like a game from the 2020s while also still feeling like the original releases. Yep. They, they, I don't they really managed know to how to put that in words well. better, but you're absolutely yeah, yeah. You're spot on. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I, I had no issues going through with every single character trying to grind out for level 100 for the achievement. I, I had no I had no qualms about going through, completing every goal, every level in both games. I, I had a blast the entire time with it. They, they kept the original soundtrack almost 100%, which I was is hoping... the best part about it. It really is. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to mention the soundtrack. Yeah, they they added a few songs. I think they added like six or seven songs, and then there were two or three that didn't make it. But they kept the most important ones for me. You know, they they kept your Superman, Cyclone. You know, they had stuff like that. Radio. Yes. (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, all in all... The only major problem I had was that I really wish that they had horse available to play online. For whatever reason, that's the one mode that was local multiplayer only, and I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah, I forgot about horse. Yeah, why did oh, yeah. they add that? They had to make budget cuts somewhere. Might as well be I mean, horse. Yeah, horse online. That was that was the big cost of making this game that they had to sacrifice <laughs> at the end. It was half the budget. Yeah. Yeah, man. When I when I posted that question to chat, you were the the first response. It was, it was like, oh my gosh, that is that's the perfect answer. Like they they nailed yes. that game. They they mm-hmm. did. Yeah, they they did a good job with it. And like I said, it hit a lot of nostalgic points for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've already I've already spent a decent amount of time playing with my older brother because we we had a rocky relationship growing up. But Tony Hawk One was one thing that we did together, and we always got along doing. And you know, as soon as it came out. You know, we went right back to it. We did the same thing we used to do all the time, which was we played graffiti on downtown. And <laughs> yes. the winner was not who had the most. There is a specific car that whoever owned it at the end of the level, at the end of the game, that was the winner. <laughs> so your goal the entire that. time was to just use the biggest combo that happened to grind on this car one time. And it's just, the whole, the whole thing is a blast. It's it's my favorite remaster. It's probably the most well done remaster remake that i've played of anything they, they just really hit on all fronts they they really truly did and like you're saying like that is one of those games where the remaster they may manage to make it play how you remember playing it back in the day yeah because i'll like, still make the play like you would expect it to today you mm-hmm. know? that's actually that's a good way of putting it because if you go back and play i had um that n64 cartridges <laughs> they no they're they're borderline Ugh. unplayable at this point yeah but yeah. you don't remember that you remember it playing like the Perfectly. remaster currently plays right you played exactly. it on the n64 oh yeah man i didn't even oh, know that they have on n64 that's what a do they have like three game. songs <laughs> that's a playstation that's game that's an n64 game <laughs> Try, trying trying to play that with that controller sounds like hell <laughs> right oh. We just talk about quick detour the here. Sound. They um, Capcom Ooh. got Resident <laughs> Evil Two, a two disc game, crammed onto an N sixty four cartridge. Mm-hmm. I've actually I've actually watched a couple videos about that. I'm it's going to have to look that up. The, yeah, if it like you know one of the video game like 
urban legends or you know whatever uh that's one of them they it's the full content full experience they lowered some textures which you know already weren't great on playstation one um but it is all the it's the whole game it's two playstation discs on one n64 cartridge they did it yeah I'm gonna have to look that up. That's insane. I've never heard of that. I don't, I don't know how you could possibly That's do cool. that. If I remember I right, numbers. I think they had like created their own ver- their own form of compression or something to make it work. Yeah, no, they had they, to do all really sorts of new coding. It. I forget numbers. Don't call me out on numbers. Um, <laughs> but a disc is what seven hundred megabytes, I think. Right, um, sounds right. For a CD and an N sixty four cartridge. So two of them. So fourteen hundred megabytes in theory. And an N sixty four cartridge held like ninety six. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. They they talking, like they MacGyvered it hard to make it work, and it worked. Like it it was it a fully playable, wow. legit version of RE2. Yeah, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a developer or anything like that. But just I don't know how you take a gig and a half and slam it into under a hundred gig, a hundred megabytes. Yep. That's yeah. I'm gonna have to look that videos up on that. That's crazy. You use uh, WinZip. That's all. There you go. <laughs> Winzip seven Z is where it's at. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I pay. I pay for for Winzip. Got to use that. Yeah, pay Tony for Hall, it? Good answer. Wait, you pay for it? Nah, just free trials, man. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there has at some point. Do you pay for Excel too? <laughs> All right. Uh. L, what about you? Are you like linking things back and forth over here? What's going on here? Do what? I'll I'll just chime in. I'm trying to be subtle. Um, you can <laughs> go ahead. Keep, keep this part of it stuff too. Um, <laughs> I hate to you know cut off the flow of of the panelists. Um, but since we're Do talking it. about Resident Evil, um, uh, my boy Vulgar Latin, uh, in the answer to the question, uh, said if we. Oh. The one, his answer actually is the Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 remasters, and he said he's only really familiar with the first one, but it is a treat, and I, I'm i a wimp. Resident Evil is, like, way too spooky for me, um, but <laughs> from everything I've heard and read, they they did a real good job on those remasters as well, so I thought it was just relevant to interrupt and throw his out there while you guys were on topic. Um, yeah, for sure. If it If it's not Xbox, he's going to give it to Mario All-Stars. That's fair. Oh, man. <laughs> and if you know yeah, anything from... about Mario All-Stars, I believe they were the NES games, um, sort of remastered with updated visuals for the Super Nintendo. So That's it went correct. from 8-bit to 16-bit, if I recall. Yep, and, and it was otherwise the same it. games. They just looked better and handled better. So Good choices. Xbox and, and otherwise. Super Mario World. Yeah, I know... Nothing about the Resident Evil oh, or boy. the uh, Mario All Stars. <laughs> I haven't played any of those. So, yeah, oh, growing up, now. growing up, that was a very important, very important remake or remaster. All Stars or I Resident Evil? All Star? No, I wasn't growing up during Resident Evil remasters. Sure, face. <laughs> that just it came out. Like, up during the original it's been five years, my guy. <laughs> Has Resident Evil up. had like two or no, three we're remasters? About the remasters. Mm, Four has, I, I mean, think. They, I, I know thought, what you're talking about. They I had could have the swore they had GameCube it. one, and they had like. I think yeah, it came out have. on GameCube, and then they ported it to PS2, but then they remastered it for 360, yeah. and then they completely 
aren't the, I think they're they ported it to Xbox One, which was a then remaster of the remaster. And I believe now they're completely remaking it from the ground up like they did the first three. All right, that's wow. not confusing. If, I regret saying anything. If I recall, yeah. <laughs> if, if you've um... played Resident Evil 4 on <laughs> Xbox 360, it was a remaster. If you played it on Xbox One, it was the remaster remaster. Now you can play the remake. Whew. My point exactly. That's not confusing anything. I'm sorry. Not at anything. all. <laughs> totally. Hey, L, what the... What were you going to say before I cut you off? I was going to say, um, going back to the, one of the things I was talking about earlier, which is quality of life issues. Uh, in Mario's 1 through 3 on Nintendo, you couldn't save. And in All-Stars, it saved. You could start oh, from whatever nice. stage that. you were up. You could start from whatever stage you were up to and actually just pick whatever. Like, say you made it to World 7, you could just go to World 5 and pick that, I'm pretty sure. So stuff like that was just amazing actually yeah, stuff we take for granted now that, yeah you forgot about that yeah that that was yeah. important you couldn't save until mario world uh, so that was a big deal and then we never and then we got the you know the japanese uh mario 2 lost levels which was meh in my opinion but we got it so it was nice to have yep. it was nice to have right <laughs> it was nice to have it was too hard for <laughs> for us americans that's why we never got it but uh Enough about Mario. Um, by the way, X, Resident Evil has like one jump scare. I think you'd be okay. I think you'd be okay. I don't Unless know how the... to describe it. No, I the atmosphere. I, it's it's the stress, the atmosphere. Yeah. I just I can't I can't do it, man. I my palms right get all way. sweaty, <laughs> knees weak, mom spaghetti. Um I like I, I <laughs> my heart rates gets going. Uh, that's the I'm right there with you. There's a reason that I haven't finished like Dead Space and stuff either. See, that's despite really part. loving it on paper. The, that adrenaline mm. rush that you get from it is the fun part. See, I I, I don't play a lot of them. Nope, I don't about, like that man. What about? I don't need a heart attack. Shock. That's a remaster. Bioshock is fine. You know what? It nothing. had some jump scares, but it didn't. <laughs> I played it just fine. It didn't spook me out um, <laughs> out of playing it. But yeah, I don't know. Like even Resident Evil Six. People have said like Resident Evil Six isn't scary. I couldn't make it through the demo. Like that was no, nope, <laughs> not happening. Not happening. <laughs> I tried. I really did, but nope, not happening. Uh, well, well. Anyway, <laughs> um, what am I reading? ET three option fan. And I'll throw my vote in for the old LucasArts point-and-clicks that were remastered. Monkey Island and Day of the Tentacle, in particular, were huge nostalgic favorites from when I was a kid. Being able to revisit them in a modernized way was a great experience. They wouldn't have been the same if they simply had ported the game just as it was. Uh, our old f friend Wookie Chewie and I said, I agree with this. Uh, X, you don't get to do an accent this week. With a particular mention for Grim Fandango, mostly just because it finally gave me the opportunity to replay one of my old-time favorite games. Holding out hope that Psychonauts gets the same treatment with achievements. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, I hate to admit that the fact that Psychonauts 1 doesn't have achievements made me uh, not bother with it. And because I never played 1, I didn't play 2. Silly, I know, what but... What happened to playing... Sounds about for... right. <laughs> I don't know who tired. said that. Who said that? I <laughs> would never push people to play for fun. I only say it when it suits the, the, the conversation at hand. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You're like a congressman. 
<laughs> so yes, Monkey Island. Uh, what were the three? Day of the Tentacle, Grim Fandango, Full Throttle. And, uh, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, thank you, Full Throttle. Yeah. The guy that doesn't like them remembers it. <laughs> the point and click master, Fufu Cuddly Poof. <laughs> they all came to actually, Game Pass, I... which was wonderful. Yes, yeah. I would not have touched them otherwise, to be honest. I and agree. Actually. Most people. I had stuff. never played the originals, so I actually yeah. enjoyed that you could toggle the original with the, I guess, the full remake. I don't even think that was a remaster. I think that was straight um, up a, a new version. But you could toggle it back yes. and forth. I did appreciate that. Uh, yes, that was going to be one of my talking points. Um, Sorry. I, I, no, it's okay. I'm glad that you thought of it, too. I was going to say, I wish they did that with the Tony Hawk, actually. So you can yeah. see how rough PlayStation <laughs> games looked. <laughs> yeah, that that's something I would like to see from a lot of remasters. You know, I think the first time I saw it was with the uh, Combat Evolved Anniversary way back on the 360. Mm-hmm. They had the same kind of thing. Terrible you press remake. the back button, and it was a good what? remake. That's Just it was a remake, remake of a game that doesn't hold up as well. I hate with a passion the remaster graphics. I re- absolutely, really? re- I refuse. Oh, I've never to heard anyone ever that. play. You play it with the remaster graphics. It's awful. They destroy. That is not where I thought you were going with that at all. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, in my opinion, they destroyed that game with the remaster graphics. The lighting is off, so everything is a lot less tense. Now, Halo isn't a horror game, but it had horror elements to it, especially right. when the flood was the flood. a little spooky for me. The flood was spooky, <laughs> and. With with the remaster graphics, all the lighting is so much brighter. So it's because it's not as darker, it's not as spooky. Um, the three four three guilty sparks level in particular, play through that on the normal graphics or on the original graphics. There's blood all over the walls throughout the air. There's like the green gas and particles, and so when you're walking through, it's just like. What is going on here? Something is wrong. In the remaster graphics, there's a lot less blood, hardly any, honestly. Uh, there's none of the green mist. If it's completely changed, it takes away a lot of the tone. I, I hate the new textures on like the Pillar of Autumn and whatnot. I, I can't play the remaster graphics. Wow, Halo, now, X, you, Halo Two is the complete opposite. Those. You've been playing through those recently, X. Has you played through Combat Evolved before you did it with your... So with I was your actually brothers? just going to say um, there were a couple times in 1 and 2 where... I just, it sounds so stupid saying it as I'm about to say it. Uh, <laughs> where I was playing in the old graphics without realizing it. Yeah, um, there's there's a couple where just it, because there's they a did such a good job. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> it, it looks really good. And then you, you flip it to the new one and you realize like, oh, okay... Like texture wise, detail wise, it look it it's more graphically impressive. Um, but no, I am with Foof. There are actually a couple parts where, sort of without realizing it, I I preferred the original. Yeah. And in parts where like walking through a hallway, you know, a dark hallway, all the textures in the world aren't going to make it look any better, and you don't really notice how dated it looks. And I, I agree with you. There were a couple parts I prefer the original graphics. Straight up. Yeah, I definitely prefer them in the first game. I I don't have the deep-seated hatred for the new stuff that Kenny over one. here has. But but no, I, I do I do prefer the original graphics, at least in the first one. On 2, I'll always do the new ones, because that one was a lot more like they just cleaned things up and made it look nicer. But no, the, the general ambiance of the first game has definitely changed by the remaster. Oh. Now, see, I agree the with library, you. The library 
Yeah, with less, it was more obvious the the arrows on the floor. I remember in the in the yeah, that I was okay game. with because the library is just hell. That is a fair criticism, and that that is very true. It having the arrows on the ground in the library does help a lot, especially for anyone new to that level. It, trying to play that noji, it's much more difficult. So, I can't right, and especially people that play with me that get lost all the time, and definitely not me. Exactly. <laughs> um, right. I, I I think the place where those arrows made the biggest <laughs> difference was uh, one of the two levels that are mirrors of each other on. At near the end of the game, is you it? gotta be more specific uh, than that, dude. Assault, <laughs> that entire game is a mirror I, of itself. I, 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 I said near the end for a reason. I think it was uh, assault on the control room and two betrayals. Yeah, but yeah. you're you're having to keep running inside oh. and outside, and man, without those arrows, you're gonna get lost so much. Yeah. That... <laughs> now we'll say the Halo Two. I will only play with the new graphics because it it is well. I shouldn't say only play with the with the new. I like both, but like the new graphics in Halo Two. <sighs> It, so, it was done right. It looks yeah. like just a prettier Halo 2. I love it. I just I yeah. can't do the Halo 1. That's fair. Uh, Are we talking about it again? <laughs> <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection. No one thought of this. Um, <laughs> just well, kidding. Everyone thought of this. I was just about to say uh, Dino Bull was the one that actually did oh. say Master Chief Collection. We've talked about this game to death on the, sh- on the podcast. But... Yeah. That game made us play through the games again, so it must have done something right, except for the first yeah. uh, two years of its life. Um, <laughs> See, I would, not I'm not going to disagree with anyone's opinion. Um, no, I know I, I played them just for the first time with MCC, mm-hmm. but it, it was just a, a graphic boost. Like, it didn't add anything. It just made it look a little nicer. And then, like, 3 and 4, it, it didn't even, like, it wasn't even a remake. They just gave some HD textures, so it was pretty much the same game, just sort of 1080p-ified. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 3 never got a remaster, and, well, 3, 4, and 5 never got a remaster. 4 and 5 really don't need one, in my opinion. 4 is gorgeous. I say it all the time, I can't stand 343. Three. I think everything just about that they've done has ruined the series, or at least hurt the series. But Halo 4, I don't... I. Do not understand how they were able to make that game look that pretty on an Xbox 360. That game is gorgeous. It, that come out in 2012, uh, 13, somewhere around there. It was 13. it was very late in the 360 cycle. Yeah. I mean, they really knew how to how to push that console to its limits at that point. They really yeah. did, and they did. Like a compare compare job. three to four. It, you'd think it was a new console generation. Uh, exactly versions of three and four. Yeah, yeah, totally different looking games. I mean, three doesn't look bad, but it can use a remaster. I'd buy it. I don't know if they ever would, because now we have we have MCC. Like, who's gonna buy just a remaster of three when you already have (laughs) the HD remaster of three? I'll buy. I'll buy the special edition dollar trophy. Come on, X. You know, Super (laughs) HD 4K 8K butthole. Come on. Yeah, right. (laughs) You gotta gotta do it. Look. Uh, So I could use another Halo statue. (laughs) I've got my Halo Reach one right here. (laughs) That's nice, man. So, achievement-wise, that's why some of us are here. Play for achievements and not for fun. Um, Outside of the crazy lassos and the you know the beat legendary in under three hours, Halo MCC has some of the most imaginative, great achievements. I agree. It sure does. Uh, each level, each level has its own things mm-hmm. to do. 
Some people don't like the par times. I like them. Some people don't like the par scores. I like them. I agree with you, Al. Um, There's multiplayer stuff. There's campaign stuff. There's just a a ton of stuff to do. Everything you do pretty much is working towards some sort of an achievement. Every If the argument is that there's too many, then that's a good thing. Good problem to have. There's not enough. Wait, wait, you're, you're you're talking about what six games that are in that? I mean, I'm yeah. I'm okay. Games, with, I'm okay with how many there achievement, were. 7K gamer score. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was. I, I think when I was going through that, really the only ones that I think probably shouldn't have been there. And I know this might come off as sounding as you know. Oh, I don't want to actually have to work for them or whatever. But I, I really don't think the lasso achievements were necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think those should be. I but those are really the only ones. Like I liked the legendary speed runs. I had a blast going through those. Ooh. And you know, I I would have done at least one or two of the lassos anyways. But you I know how to do those, buddy. Yeah. Speed run strats, man. <laughs> it's called it's called watching YouTube and reading speedrun.com for the Halo games and finding Most out critical. how to get everything. You need some skill. <laughs> you do need some skill. You got to get like, really like, good jump? at grenade jumps. What do you jump through the walls? Ah. Oh. Jumps there's right. a couple there's a couple places where you you clip through stuff not often but a lot of them are you know oh if you can jump at this one spot then you'll just like blast halfway across the map and I, you're good to go I, I know there was one level maybe keys where you like go in the ceiling and go yes like yeah yep when you're on the second floor you can clip through the floor to get or you're on the bottom floor i think and you clip upwards so you have to use the shield that one, so, so it's you get mind-boggling behind. Are we not I talking did. about the high charity skip? I was just, just about to the whole level. <laughs> Screw you, high charity. I don't want to play you. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. Oh man, just after the show, go on YouTube and look and look up high charity skip. You literally. Yeah, I'm not even like a super Halo level. fan, and I know that one. High charity. You literally do not play that level. Which game? You completely until you skip Halo Two. Uh, that's Halo Two. Two. Okay. Quite literally the hardest level in all of the games, pretty much. Oh man, Gravemind takes that. Oh yeah, Ooh. you're right. Yeah, is that Grave... the level? The first... Yeah, great. No, no, that's Cortana in Halo Three. No, Gravemind oh, is where the first check, the first checkpoint. You can't even. Yeah. yeah it, oh, is that where you're in the room, room, and then they? Yeah, yeah I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Gravemind's the worst. Yeah, I stand correct. That 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 one is the worst part of the Lasso Run because it is actually possible to die before you even have full control of Master Chief. <laughs> Halo Two is so stupid with the the way they did that stuff. <laughs> Dude, so Halo, stupid. Halo Two Legendary is it's so not much fun. worse than the rest of them. Yeah, it's the only one I would say I did not particularly enjoy on Legendary at all. Mostly because the Iron Skull is effectively on by default, and I did not care for that at all. Yeah, Legendary just isn't fun to me. I I don't enjoy Thank Legendary. <laughs> I don't enjoy Legendary. Period. Like. I like heroic because it's a little bit of a challenge, but it's not like I feel like I'm just beating my head against the wall trying to get through it. Yeah. Especially in Halo 2. Four players, it's fine. Yeah, four so, players. Oh, four player legendary, I can do that. Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. So what game did you choose, though? Oh yeah. We're <laughs> uh, <laughs> just full of rabbit trails. <laughs> I don't have an answer. <laughs> He's never played a remaster like- before. Halo is such a boring answer, but it's 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 a good one. I'm still waiting for I'm saying, no. I'm gonna. I would seven say the game to come out. isn't worth it, but the achievement aspect, I agree with you on that one. It's like yeah. all the Easter eggs and stuff from the original ones. They then made mm-hmm. those achieve like that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. 
So if you don't have an answer, I'll give mine. Obviously, Master Chief Collection came to mind first, but I didn't want to say mm-hmm. that one because it's just so right, generic. Exactly. So I did pick one, and I do believe that this is up there in the best remasters or remakes or whatever have you. Age of Empires 2. The, Ooh, that is also a great answer. That's def- fair. Yeah. The definitive edition of that is so good. All the textures look great. The graphics are amazing. It's the same basic game, but there's so many quality of life improvements that they add to it. Um, Didn't they release extra factions and stuff they, for that too? They're still yeah, they releasing DLC extra. Out for it. Yep. They're still releasing. That's the other thing. Halo, or Age of Empires 4 came out last year and Age of Empires 2 is still getting updates because it's that yeah. big of a game. Uh Age of Empires 2 community is huge right is uh right now. Like Wow, okay. Like there was just a tournament for like $100,000. Uh shout out to T90. I know there's no way he'll ever hear this, but if you if you're into AoE2, look up T90. He does a bunch of he casts a bunch of videos. It's so good. Watch T90 is a huge fan of the show. God, I would <laughs> fangirl on that one um <laughs> but yeah age of empires 2 just perfect remake once again uh if you don't if that's also one of those games where it's like if you haven't played age of empires you just go play the definitive edition there's no reason to even play the original because it's just that much better yeah it just runs so much smoother on runs smoother. just in general um but I'm also going to read out the last patron responses. Uh, Jables, he said, the best remaster has to be GTA 5. Oh, wait, Skyrim was the best. <laughs> I can't wait for them to release it so I can play it on my third edition toaster. But seriously, I enjoyed playing Burnout Paradise remastered a second time. It was a lot of fun getting a group together to do the online on the 360 and then come back, come right back and do it again on the remastered version on the 1. Yeah, Skyrim barely counts as a remaster. It's the same damn game, just has mods. And I say that, but that's it. When you make when you remaster Skyrim again, I will buy it, and I will complete it. Please give me my Series X version, and then Lego Head Series X version, and and then Lego Head achievement. Oh no, it needs <laughs> achievements. I want the achievements. And then Lego Head said, as Jay will change his vote, I'll take GTA Five off his hands. It was great on three sixty, amazing on the X one. I can't speak to GTA Five. I haven't played enough of that game to know one way or the other. I, and I've I only had played it on no the one. idea. I thought that they were the same thing. Like I had no idea that was a, a remake. I thought they both came out at the same time. Maybe not. No, it was like a year, year and a half later. I think that it came out for the one, something like that. Yeah, I thought it was a little later. I granted, I've never played GTA Five on any platform, um, but it's just a huge game, so I, I know. I, it yeah. came out, I think, in early 2013 on like 360 PS3, like right before the new consoles. Um, I thought it was a little later, like 2015, maybe. Might and be. they added like a first-person mode to it. Like they added a bunch of stuff as far as. As far as cash grab, Rockstar, you know, they're a little infamous with all their uh, shark cards and whatnot, but uh, they definitely added plenty of content to make it a worthwhile new gen port. You know, I would just like to point out, since you mentioned Rockstar and their real money transactions, I'm just going to throw this out there, that they screwed up with Red Dead Redemption 2 not calling the currency Buffalo Bills. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I will go to my grave saying that. Oh, I, just, and I will go to my grave saying so good. that <laughs> I'm still waiting for them to make L.A. Noir on uh, Xbox One. 
Mm. Speaking of dead horses. Boy, do I have news for you when we get to the sales section. (laughs) (laughs) That is foreshadowing. Um, I actually had my muted, so you guys didn't hear us, but uh, GTA 5 came out September 2013 on the 360. September 2013, so uh, literally a month and a half before the new consoles. Wow. And then when on the one? Yes. When on the one? Oh, when on the one? Oh, I I, heard, I misheard you. November of 2014. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, okay. so yeah. even yeah. sooner than I thought. How yeah. much of a remake could it be? All right. I'm very curious. What uh, anyone who wants to tell me what they did differently? I was just. I I'm don't, curious. Curious. I, don't they, I don't know that it was a remaster. I think it was just a multi-platform game that took a while to come out on the second platform. Probably. It was probably just. Like, I wonder you know, if it always had the first-person mode and they just couldn't fit it. Like on a three sixty. Oh yeah, or, I did forget. I don't that. know. Was it yeah. multi disc anyway? I I don't know. Yeah, and then now what? I think they've announced they're going to be re releasing it again for the series and for PS5. series and PS five. Yep, I did see that. It will By the never way, G Blah. Uh, Burnout Paradise was fun as a group, both times three sixty and the remastered. And honestly, the game looks the same. So yeah, it's the same game. Well, the Series X version of GTA Five came out in March of this year. So, oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was supposed to be a whole new release. Well, mm. never mind then. They've yeah. already done it. And apparently, it's done, zero it? to two hour completion. You could import probably, your probably auto progress. Yeah. yeah, you could you could auto pop your or no, not, not the single player. I think the single player you had to do again. But the multiplayer two hours. was, was cross gen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the details. I ne- I've never played five at all. I'm not a huge GTA guy, but same it makes two of us. I know that there's a lot of auto popping and stuff. And... Well, that's nice if you're one of the people that did that. Yeah, I don't think you can anymore. I think they've disabled the. I think a year or two ago they disabled the ability to import from 360 into the one now. Oh. I take that back. I got to be honest, Kenny. Not to uh, inflate your massive ego, but I was listening <laughs> to the show from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, my bad. Where you said uh, we can go to Baltimore and play real life Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, it was probably the funniest thing you've ever said. I was dying <laughs> laughing in the car all over again. And it's not wrong. And squeegee <laughs> kids, man. And then after. After you play real-life GTA, you can go sit on his porch and watch cops. It'll turn out to be a rerun, so you'll just go back inside. (laughs) All right. I think that'll do it for the remaster talk. That was actually fun. There's so many rabbit trails. My God. Uh, (laughs) But no, that was a good question, X. Thank you. Um, Before we get into the game showcase, I do want to just give one little shout-out. P-Tart is having her birthday challenge again this year. Uh, I will have a link to that in the show notes. And you can also talk about that in the Discord and whatnot to get all the actual details and whatnot. I think she gives away prizes, so uh, actually probably have to throw that in the contest room too. Yeah. Keep a lookout for P-Tart's birthday challenge. Well, with that, let's actually get into the game showcase and i want to start with a high zone yeah so 
I've spent the last few days playing Dicey Dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know this game at all, it is a roguelite card and board. Uh, I think I would most accurately describe it as a deck builder. Um, yeah. You have, uh, if, if you've played Slay the Spire games like that, it's it's the same general idea. But basically the concept of it is, you know, you pick your class, you have your witch, your warrior, your rogue. Uh, if there's a robot, a jester, whole variety of them. And the whole concept is that you, I think you've been like trapped in this stage show or something by the villain and you have to fight through their monsters, you know, proceed through the different floors, all that. And it's, if every episode has its own unique modifier to the rules. You'll, you'll always start with level one as your standard rules and then every other one will add modifiers onto it. And I'm not usually big on these kinds of games. I've, I've played Slay the Spire, Monster Train, stuff like that. I, I don't know what it is about this one that intrigued me so much, but it got me to start it a while back, and I went back to it this week for my RTDL because I had to go back through and beat all the levels on hard mode, or potentially had to beat all the levels on hard mode. And it it runs really smooth. It's, a really, it's far more simple than the other ones I've played. Uh, like Slay the Spire, it's, you know, you never have more than, you know, three or four things typically that you can do. The upgrade system is super simple. It's a board you can move around rather than having to pick your path one step at a time like most other games in the genre do. Um, but uh, if, if you have any interest in deck builders as video games or in paper, you know, th- this is definitely a good one to try. Uh, it's got a it's got a lot of variety. Every class has its own, you know, as usual, has its own cards that you can potentially get as awards or buy from a shop. And there's actually a really good variety of what you can get with each character. You know, with some other games like this, you'll run into play points where, you know, you can go online and look up, okay, what cards are best for this class or whatever. You know, because there's not a whole lot of different options. But with this. I, I've had a couple people mention that they've looked up builds online for different classes and just, I don't know how you can do that. There's so many different ways you can play every class. Uh, the layout of the game is always basically the same. You know, you'll kill two monsters and find two items on the first floor. You'll kill three monsters and find two items in an upgrade or something on the second floor. It's, it, it's pretty straightforward. Once you've gone through it once, you kind of get the idea and, it, mm-hmm. It's easy to it's easy to pick up. It's it's got a good challenge right from the beginning. Even you know the first episode for each class are not necessarily easy. Um, but yeah, I've I've been having a blast with it. The I, I learned last night the robot character is completely busted because I was I managed to one shot every monster on the first like three or four floors and they never got a turn because huh. it's, it's, enti- it's entire thing is about like, Oh, you know, if you roll sixes, uh, then you'll get, you know, a lot of bonus damage and stuff, but it doesn't roll dice like everyone else does, you know, where it's okay. You're level one and you get two dice or something. You have to basically, you have your CPU as this character and it has a limit. And every time you pull the right trigger, it generates a random number and get you closer to that limit and every time you press the button you get an extra die roll but if you go over you lose your entire turn 
So you have to kind of you have to kind of gauge, you know, how 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 many dice you're willing to risk get try and get in exchange for risking get losing your entire turn. And it's just in exchange for that, it gets some of the most powerful cards that I've seen in the game so far. It's like blackjack. Uh, <laughs> it's you know you know what playing the robot is does feel a lot like blackjack. It's it, there are, there are a lot of times where you're going to go like one or two points over, and I just pause and hit back the title because if you do that during a battle, it just it reloads you right back to before you started it. So you can kind of cheese it that way if things go horribly horribly wrong. Uh, it does have a save editor and the options which. For anyone who wants to jump right into the harder difficulties, you can do. Uh, it's not a hidden thing or anything. I think you just go into options and it's just labeled as save editor. And you can just go in and mark off a bunch of episodes as completed so that it unlocks other ones. Well, that's so good if you're, to know. Yeah, so if, if you does really that like the achievements. It does in that it auto-pops them all. Hello. Yeah, so you, you will get a lot. It's, what? <laughs> it's kind of weird. You Now hell's you here. Have, Nothing will pop until you beat an episode after that. So if you just mark everything as complete, then you'll have to close out of the game, reopen it, go in and beat, you know, just pick an episode, beat it. And then it might unlock then. And if it doesn't, you can just close the game, reopen it, and it should pop right away. But you'll get everything for related to any levels that you can mark complete. So you won't get the hard mode stuff because that's just beating the episodes in a certain way. You have to actually do those. Um and that though, and those are what I've been working on. It basically, you start with a weaker loadout, your enemies are all stronger. It, it's basically what you'd expect from a hard mode. But I, I've been having a blast with it. Like I said, I'm not usually big on these games, but I've been loving. Yeah, that looks kind dungeons. of uh, bare bones. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's a good. I think it's a good entry point into these kinds of games. Because I, like I said, it's a. It's much more simplified, in my opinion, than other ones like Slay the Spire. Mm. I think that one has a lot more complexities to it. And if you can figure those out, I'm sure that's probably a lot better than Dicey Dungeons. But I think if you're not big on the genre, if you don't want those complexities, or if you're interested but you're just kind of getting into them, I think that Dicey Dungeons is a great starting point to introduce you to the challenge level of these kinds of games and how they play. I very much agree with that. After playing Hades, I kind of went down a little bit of a roguelike uh, path. I was trying a bunch of different ones, especially since this one is on Game Pass. And I wound up finding this uh, what was it? back in January. And yeah, I agree. This is just like a really good starting roguelike type game. It's nothing like Hades. Don't get me wrong. So don't no. think it's that. It's nothing like Hades. It's like, definitely more akin to like Slay the Spire. <laughs> Yeah. One, but, uh, one. Okay. No, you go ahead. Uh, uh, one thing I will say, because you mentioned it being on Game Pass, it reminded me, because I was actually playing it right before we started recording tonight, because I found out that last December, it was actually given touch controls on xCloud. Was it? It was. And because it's a turn-based game, you know, there's no QTEs or anything like that yet to do. Uh-huh. So it, it worked really well, and I'm awesome. not super happy that I found that out because I'm probably going to be playing Dicey Dungeons at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so hope, hopefully my boss doesn't listen to this show either. 
<laughs> yeah, this is a uh, so get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect type of a game for X Cloud, especially with touch controls. It really is. It it doesn't take a lot, so you're not going to see any kind of performance issue. It it ran shockingly well. I, I don't have a lot of experience playing things on X Cloud, but it I'm not gonna lie, there were points where it almost felt like it ran smoother than it did on my series. I've played this on my Xbox and uh, xCloud, and both work perfectly. I've had no problems playing this with xCloud. I mean, I haven't played with the touch controls on my phone. I had no idea that was a thing, so that I will be willing to try. (laughs) Yeah, Dicey Dungeons, I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's even got, I think it, I want to say it even has some series enhancements on it. I think it has a a quote-unquote series version if you have one. Um, that I'm sure runs a little better. But, yeah, no, I cannot recommend this game enough. I'm probably honestly going to be going back to it once we stop recording tonight because <laughs> it's just <laughs> – I, I got my RTDL achievement, but I'm hooked on it. it. It's just so good. It's fun. It really is. All right. Uh, I, like I, the, the, I like the die with the, uh, the face and the sword and the body. You might oh, like this game, Al. He's yeah, that, that, yeah, that's an aesthetic I didn't mention. Uh, <laughs> the reason it's called Dicey Dungeon is your characters are all dice. So if you're playing <laughs> the witch, you're, you're, you're a little purple die running around with the witch's hat on casting spells. And, you know, your robot is a die with all the little circuits and stuff showing. And you've got your warrior, you know, like Elle mentioned, just a little die running around with the sword. And it's freaking adorable. <laughs> Yeah, this the the arts is cute. It's very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to X. What game have you been playing? All right. Um, not too much, really. Uh, like I said, I wrapped up Final Fantasy VIII. There's not too terribly much to say that. So I will talk about um, a blast from a, a long, long past. Uh, think of the children. Think of the children. Uh, Elroy and I talked about this years ago, and I never played it. He never played it, so I don't know what possessed him to talk about it. Um, but yeah, think of the children. A um, couple people on my friends list have played, uh, like the first couple achievements. Um, Kush is the only one with any notable progress, uh, but most people have not played this one. Um it's exactly what you would think it is. You are either, well, you can play um, by yourself or with up to three other people. So it is one, two, three, or four player. So you are one, two, three, or four parents uh, trying to prevent your six children from killing themselves. That That's literally what the game is. Oh. Uh, and there's different levels with different scenarios and lots of different ways for your children who try and kill themselves because kids are freaking stupid and that's what they do. Um, but then there's also, it's not just running around saving the kids. There's like objectives that you have to complete in order to complete the level. So in the, the very first level, you, you're you in the park. So one of your kids wants to go play in traffic, so you have to pull them back out of the road. One of your kids wants to go swimming, so you have to save him from drowning. One of your kids wants to go on the swing, so you have to save him from falling off the swing and breaking his neck. One of them mm. wants to play in the sandbox, 
where a dingo comes and and eats your baby. Um, <laughs> geez, what are the other ones in that? Hey, level? when that happens. Uh, yeah, right. I forget what what the other ones are. Um, but yeah, there's just various ways that the kids can go, and it's not like you know, child one is always going to go to obstacle one. They they just wander all over the place. So you might have. Uh, oh, poison berries was the other one. So you might have three children trying to eat poison berries at the same time, while on the other side of the map, one of the kids is trying to drown himself, and then in the third corner, there's a kid playing in traffic. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like great. overcooked in the sense that it is super hectic, super fast paced, um, and much easier with more people. Um, but it's it's exactly what it sounds like. Think of the children and mm. prevent your children from killing themselves. Um, but I mentioned there are objectives. So while preventing your children from killing themselves, you also have to uh, like, there's, there's a party level. So you have to prep food for the party guests. You have to socialize, you have to hang lights, you have to set up the fireworks. And while you're trying to do all this, of course, the one kid's trying to, you know, drown himself in the bathtub. The other's trying to light himself on fire with the fireworks there's one kid messing with the DJ, um, trying to like drop the disco ball. Like it's, it's actually hilarious. Uh, there's one kid trying to stick a fork in a in a socket, um, and again, it's just completely objectives <laughs> while running around and preventing your children from killing themselves. And Parent there simulator. is actually, there is <laughs> actually a story. Oh boy! In between all the levels, right? I won't spoil the story. I actually highly recommend you play this game. Um, <laughs> Really? But there actually is a story, and it's super well incorporated and very unexpected on why you're going through these scenarios uh, trying to save your kids. It's like I don't even want to spoil anything. It's very well done. Kelsey and I played it on a whim. spoil why you would want to save your kids. <laughs> right. Well, it sort of lends itself to the story, as weird yeah. as that sounds. It'll make sense if you play it. Uh, but yeah, Kel I've owned it um, for a couple years, and then Kelsey and I are like, what the heck? Let's finally do it. And we ended up just uh, about four and a half hours straight. We just zipped right through and had blast with it. Uh, there sounds... is one missable or not missable. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Unobtainable. 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 Yeah, there is one unobtainable achievement, which uh, unfortunately some people on the Xbox ecosystem have hacked and have obtained. Shame on you all, uh, but it is legitimately unobtainable. You can't get it, Oops. so don't let that uh, 2% of players that have it unlocked fool you. It is, it is unobtainable. Um, our buddy Vudix has confirmed that. The studio doesn't actually even exist anymore, so it will never Ooh. get fixed. Well, that's sad. But, uh, yeah, if I have one complaint, and it's actually kind of a pretty big complaint, there are, I think, uh, 11 or 12 levels, um, all of them, Except the last one. All of them are just a single stationary screen. Think like Overcooked, where you just have your map there, and that's it. And then huh. the last level is you go through and it moves, and it's time-based. And um, we got A ranks on pretty much every level, and then we could not finish the last one, because it just plays completely differently. And it's kind of a letdown that that's the way the game ended. It's weird. And if you look at the breakdown of achievements... Um, enough people have beaten all the levels and then only three people have completed the game. Wow. You know, yeah. that's something I was going to say in apologies. If this was already said, I had to step away for a second for a game like this, like just hearing about it, I would assume this was on the easier side. It's got a 4.7 ratio. I oh, it's, it's tough. would not yeah. expect this to be a difficult game. Like this just sounds like not necessarily 
like Rattalika easy game, but you know, just an easier game, you know, 1.82 at the most. I think uh, getting three stars in Overcooked, that's that's what it boils down to. You could advance mm-hmm. through the, the game with the equivalent. You're, you're graded like a letter scale, like you would in school, A through F. Um, mm-hmm. But like Overcooked, you can get by with one star, two star. But then, of mm-hmm. course, you want to aim for three star. It's the same with this. You can get by uh, with at least a C. But then there's achievements for getting A+. Gotcha. So, yeah, it is... I dabbled on a couple levels solo just to see, uh, and the game is fundamentally no different, actually. So if you're playing with one person, you're managing everything. If you're playing with two people, then you you know you have to do half as much. I imagine it would be really darn easy playing with four people, honestly. Because the game, it doesn't increase difficulty. It's kind of designed poorly in that case. Is it but online? like I said, we did just... Yeah, that was my... Um, I, I doubt it. The if it ever out. was, yeah. Nah. Like I said, Kelsey is not good at video games. Um, I'm not good at video games, and we made it through everything except that <laughs> stupid last level. Um, most of them getting A plus ranks along the way, and then we just watched the cutscene for after beating the final level, and and that was that. So a little disappointed that we couldn't do it, but it is like it, I'm not being hyperbolic. It is a completely different style of gameplay. And it's very frustrating that that's how it kind of went down. Cool. So two two comments I would like to make on this as I'm looking at the page on TA. One, I'm not even that disappointed that there's an unobtainable. I'm disappointed that the unobtainable happens to be what looks like <laughs> the best achievement in the whole game. You have to touch <laughs> poo while wearing the poo hat. Yep. And yeah, that's just one of the... that's the one that went unobtainable. <laughs> one of the ways you take your family to the zoo. And one of the ways that your kids try to kill themselves is they start messing with the monkeys. And the monkeys at first try deterring them by throwing poo at the kids. Um, and then if that doesn't work, the monkey pulls the kid into the cage and falls the kid to death. So if wow. you let your kids screw around with the monkeys for a while, there's there's poo all over the map. And you can indeed step in the poo. You can even clean it up for bonus points if you want to. Yep. And my second point being that it looks like uh, you know the, the children don't actually die. I'm looking at the names of the stats that this game has. You have Children Saved, Children Thrown, and Irreversible Parenting Fails. That's that's their description of the the children dying. I guess they didn't want to actually (laughs) Um, put that in there explicitly. Well, from having played the game, when a child dies in the level or you fail to rescue them, uh, they have a skull and crossbones over them. And then in the story mode, um, it is specifically referenced that you let two children die. You let four of your children die. So okay, I think just, maybe just, just really rub it in. Look what you did. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's that's part of the story. I don't even want to spoil it because it's very well done. Yeah. Um, but every the dialogue down a little bit. The dialogue is different in the story depending on how many children you save or don't save. Oh wow! Okay, that's interesting. That's a little bit of extra that I wouldn't have expected on that. Actually, it looks we only like noticed it after replaying it, so. some levels. Yeah, I don't know. By if you're playing solo, I don't, I don't know if it would be as enjoyable. But if you have uh, at least one person to play it with, I, I genuinely think you'll have a blast. If you like, you know, overcooked style games, there's definitely you definitely need communication. Uh, like I'll get I'll get the berries I'll get the you know the kangaroo uh, I'll get the kid out of the road like if, if there's no communication you're not gonna do well. How many players does it support? Up to four. Okay. 
might pull this out at uh, Achievement Fest 2023. Ah, that's a good idea. Come on, think of the children, like Super Bob. Think of the children. Don't do. Don't yeah, no, do that's it. that's it. That's my game showcase. Um, anyone like like if you like Overcooked, you will like this game. But maybe play it with a partner. That is that is my closing statement. All right. Uh, and with that, let's go to L. What game do you want to talk about? Oh, game, huh? <laughs> well, I haven't been here in a couple of weeks, so I just wanted to uh, say that I am approaching the 1 million gamer score mark coming dun, dun, soon. Dun. I don't know. I just said Reach it like nine, that. I just reached 950, as, as you'll hear in the milestones later. Nice. So I've been playing a bunch of crap. <laughs> as one does when they get to this point. Um, well, not necessarily crap, but easy gamer score games. We'll call them crap. baby games as they were. As they were. So crap. Most of um, them are crap. I'll, I'll read them off and you decide whether or not you think they're crap. I, can't I stand wait. by Iron Pig is a great game. I don't care what anyone says. So, or Iron Snout, rather. So See? Easy doesn't mean crap. Nah. Full throttle. Or, wait, not full throttle. Uh, full wait, blast. Your favorite rat. That, was, that, was like that probably is my favorite rat. That was one of the OG rats. It's one that doesn't just inherently piss me off. <laughs> Top-down shooter? Oh, well, I played a rat. Yeah. One of I my favorite rats. One of my favorite rats is Mechabolt, which is basically just a, a platformer, and you actually find platforms and try to jump up and shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like Mechabolt. That's an easy 1K, and they came out with Mechabolt, Mechabolt Plus, so you could do it all over again. I love when these rats get these Series X uh, ports. <laughs> for no oh, reason. I remember Mechabolt. Yeah, I hated they that. They need yeah. the extra power. Point five. Yeah, yeah. What? Get out of here. I hated that game. That's a $5 game. $6 Easy. too much. All right, Kenny, go, go, go <laughs> take another break. <laughs> uh, I played an East Asia Soft game, and I usually love them, but this one wasn't my favorite. This was called Brotherhood United. It is. I don't even know that one. Uh, run and gun. It basically, all you have to do is the first couple levels, and you could do it in co-op if you hate someone that you live with. <laughs> not not. It's nine dollars. That's expensive. Yeah, I wouldn't bother with that one. There was a really weird one called Brotherhood United. Oh, wait. Now I'm what? all confused. You just, it was so, Let's start, so good, he can't even remember what out. it was called. Edit this out. No, you're not going to edit this out. <laughs> There's a really weird one called Untitled Darkness. <laughs> Getting all confused. Too many Never heard of that like one me. either. I think it's a game about having depression, maybe. Oh, basically, sounds like I make basically, this you just, basically, it's like a half hour, and you just walk around, and you hit A, and you get a bunch of achievements. It's $4. <laughs> sounds like a winner. The type dream. of game... You will buy just to get achievements. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that definitely is. Just looking at the clips. Yeah. Just walk and hit A, and you get some weird stories. People are yelling at you. People are talking to you, and then you start yelling at yourself. It it looks like there's a deeper meaning there. It sounds just like Edith Finch. It's it's arty. Ooh, more on that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I played a chess game called Brawl Chess Gambit. Yeah. Okay. Just from that which, name, I'm interested. 
it sounded better than it was like yep <laughs> now what i was hoping it was is that when you go to attack someone you know you you can duke it out and, and the winner gets the the square but no it just you see like a little scuffle and then the correct person gets the the square <laughs> Aww. The, the only thing brawl about it was just the animation <laughs> yeah exactly well that's that it, it sounded it sounded like you there was going to be some extra you know mechanic to it or you like fight for the the board or fight for the the, the square that? it's I just a chess game it's a chess game where you start off with three characters and they have the nerve to charge you a dollar each if you want to unlock more characters. Don't do that. Wild. You don't need to do that. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I like, can't remember the last a... time that I like felt like I legitimately got ripped off paying for a game. It just was so much not what it seemed like it was going to be. That's $10? Yeah. Yeah, don't pay ten dollars for brawl. None disappointment in your voice is palpable, Ill. <laughs> right? I can assure you. I can assure you, I did not pay full price for any of these games, so don't worry. As as I wouldn't. I'm glad. Now, uh, um, the good news is you can play two players with one controller and just knock out the achievements, and they're pretty easy. There's one grindy one for capturing 250 pieces, but you can just you know use the queen and go nuts on your opponent and. You'll knock it out in one sitting, like I did, because you're not going to want to come back to this. Win a game in eight moves. <laughs> yep. All the links are for chess solvers. Well, I mean, like, there's three move and four move checkmates, so it's kind of surprising. Yes. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's that real famous eight move checkmate. <laughs> and uh, you have to beat the computer on the first, second, and third out of five difficulties, so there's you don't have to even do the hardest ones. I'm all in all, easy completion. This. Don't do it. <laughs> price track, as in... Has it ever been more than cheap. a dollar? Less than a dollar. I mean, uh, if you want a chess game, it's, it's it works like chess. It's been a dollar yeah. fifty. I spent a dollar fifty oh, there on a chess go. game. There you go. There yeah, you go. I think I, I think I spent maybe like three or four bucks on it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, there's no way I'm, I'm not paying ten dollars for that piece of crap. Oh God, no! Nobody should do that. Um, Music Racer is a sometimes you game that inexplicably came out with two more stacks recently. Wait, yeah, basically it's a it's a cool concept. There's techno tracks. You're in a car, and it's uh, do you remember Rock Band Blitz? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's basically like that. You go left, middle, and right, and you hit the thingies, and and you get points. But the achievements are such where you have to earn currency, and it takes forever. So the method that most people use is getting a turbo controller or a nephew and letting it sit overnight. And oh, even then, once you let it sit overnight, you wake up and you need 400,000 plus concurrency and the highest priced car is 100,000. Uh, so if you play legit and you get to 100,000, another solution is to buy that 100,000 car and then quick get the achievement and then quickly uh, delete the the local save from your console like saves coming smart and then you get you get your money back and then you could just buy the rest of the stuff how much so how much money do you get a race um if you turbo the the zen like a five minute song you'll get like 
a thousand or so. That's ridiculous. Oh, I wow. forgot so how take, much you get. A hot minute. That, I yeah. forgot how I've, I'm sure if you play legit, you get more. <laughs> I did it for a few songs and I was like, all right, I get the idea. I'm done. <laughs> I have fun games to get to. Like so I have been playing some fun, um, um, you know, more more recent games like Saints Row 4 and uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 4. But more on that next week. That's why I'm uh, playing that. Oh, I'm actually playing Grand Theft Auto 4 because it showed up on my RTDL and ah. because on uh, True Achievements they have something called Targets. And for August they have Open World Games. So gives an excuse to go back and, and play some of these. I was talking to a Heiser the other day, and I told him, shockingly, I got GTA 4 when it came out on launch. I did the ridiculous uh, Vitor Zane Petrovic achievement, which is like 50 to 100 hours online, in which you have to complete all the races in first place. Many boosting sessions. Sounds awful. It's awful, but fun. You know, it's one of those. Because you get to fill out spreadsheets and, and mark them down as you go. So it's fun in that way. But of course, I have never finished a campaign. Naturally. Shocking, I know. Not Yes, naturally. So that's been fun to do. And I don't know why 4 is so polarizing. I think it's fine. Maybe people just like San Andreas a lot. Um, and uh, Or Vice City. I mean, those are good. But I think 4 is good. I like Nico. It's like half uh, my last name. And... <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun. <laughs> Felt that familial bond. I'm having fun with it. You know, you do you do your objective of what you have to do, and then you save the game, and then you just go outside and start going crazy, and then you know, then you reload your save. You know, it's cathartic. If I remember correctly, people just thought it was just meh. I guess coming from like Vi three and Vice City, right? Exactly. I think those were highly praised, but again, uh, you know, yeah, because in, Vi really good. In, in Vice City, if you touch the water, you drown. <laughs> so, I like this, the quality of life, of course. Honestly, what I've been playing mostly is Power Wash Simulator, but I'm sick of. Uh, I think everyone's sick of talking about Ugh. it. So, uh... <laughs> I, I haven't heard about this game. Please explain. There's no time for that. In detail. No time to explain. No, that's. They sort game. of mentioned to Kelsey like. This actually looks like a lot of fun. I should probably fire this up. And just the glare I got. The total <laughs> pure disdain. This was the game of Washington Fest. Simulator, like, all the, all oh the wives played this game, apparently. Isa would know better. Every yep. level takes like 13 hours to complete. It's a, I, I had family over, and every single person says, what is this? You just wash stuff, and then they think it's stupid, and then they sit down and play it, and they don't stop playing it. Every single person has had the same reaction to it. Uh, th there is one person besides Kenny who <laughs> I know did not like it. Uh, at Achievement Fest, I spent a lot of my time mm -hmm. with uh, Vulgar Fug and Retro Chief. Mm -hmm. And Retro Chief's wife had come along as well, and she was just watching some people play some games. And she spent a lot of time watching people play Power Wash Simulator. And I remember, and Retro Chief was telling me. Not long after Cheat Fest, you know, they got home and she was like, oh, this looks like a lot of fun. I want to try it. Huh. Barely even played it before. She was just like, yeah, no, this is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't get it. It's just too tedious for me. It, it's, it's, just, it's just hard. I play it here Heiser, and there because I want to complete it because I want the 
the gamer scoring it, but yeah, it's so tedious. Um, yeah, Heiser, you're not going to get away with not talking to us about your as dusk fall session with Noth and Dinobull and oh god, all, all those crazy. Ca- I'm sorry, you have wait. To. I need to who hear did you play it. with? Oh I, man. yeah, you need oh, to hear was... about this. Okay, so as dusk falls has been mentioned on multiple occasions, everybody should know by now what the gist of this game is. Mm-hmm. But no one believes last, me. They might uh, believe th- you. This past Saturday, we started a. Uh, we had initially you know, planned on having, I think, five people. And then I, in the last 24 hours, maybe even the last 12 hours or so, we managed to get three more people up to a total group of eight. So it was oh, myself, it was myself, Vulgar Latin, Dino Bull, Ms. Fergie, uh, MDP, his girlfriend Sarah, and Noth. Oh my God. Please tell me someone recorded this. You know, oh yes, and Nateshma. I did forget about him. I apologize. Uh, no, we did not record it. Ah, not not had no, actually so considered not had actually considered streaming it. And nah, why? I, I, I think I think I'm gonna put I think I'm gonna push him to do that the next time. Oh it my is, gosh. It, it is exactly what you would expect from a game where eight people are voting on every single dialogue option. It uh-huh. is as chaotic as you would expect. It's so good. It was, it was wonderful. I went in fully expecting to like go out of my way trying to pick answers that I liked that I was also pretty sure Noth would not pick just to see how many times I could you know, <laughs> make sure we got mine instead of his. And at the end of both chapters that we did, they give you – a bunch of ratings. They'll tell you who used the most overrides, who used the least, uh, who agreed the most, who disagreed the most. And in both chapters, Noth and I got the soulmate award for agreeing the most times on everything. <laughs> so I, so I, I went into this fully intending to just screw with Noth on like half the major dialogues. And then at the end of both chapters, it's like, yeah, no, you guys have picked all the same stuff all that's the amazing. time. Amazing. <laughs> and that, and that's actually why right now his, uh, his Discord name in the server is Ahizo's Soulmate. It's <laughs> because we were going to kick out of that. Okay. I was wondering, I figured and, I missed something, and there we go. Yeah, and it was <laughs> w- one of the best parts about it. Uh, MDP reminded me about, of it earlier today. There was a point where we we just hear, like I had been in the middle of a sentence or something, and suddenly you just hear like the loudest bong rip you've ever heard in your life <laughs> and it's from mdp uh, i'm so mad but, you guys didn't stream uh, this not oh, thought that it was it. me what <laughs> and, and his reaction was it, it was just perfect like he was he seemed so confused that i just like stopped mid-sentence to take a hit off this bong <laughs> and i'm in mdp just start busting out laughing like what what <laughs> like why the hell did you think this was us uh but yeah no we, we are gonna be playing again this saturday like i said i'm gonna try and see if i can get not to stream it it's so fun we, we had a few small override battles but we got to one near the end of the second chapter where uh everybody gets three overrides per chapter so we had 24 total and i think we went into this decision oh. with like 12 or i think 11 or 12 total and Vera and myself were the only ones who still had all three. <laughs> and we kept having a back and forth on this on this decision where people kept overriding overrides. Oh, yeah. Trying to get their way. And 
unfortunately, they won out in the end because somebody had used an override on the previous dialogue decision. So our side was one short. And so Sarah, like Sarah and I hadn't touched our overrides at all during any of this. Everybody else burned through all of theirs trying to get their side. And then it came down to us. And unfortunately, it was in a position where I had to use my override first. So after I used my third, she popped hers and got to take it. But it, it's so fun. It's so much chaos in just all the greatest ways possible. And I, I cannot recommend this game enough. It is so much more than I expected. I I highly agree. If I haven't rated it already, I'm probably going to wind up giving this thing a five star. It, uh, it's getting a 4.5 at minimum from me. It, it's I, I agree. If you get a group. Uh, it is very much the kind of game where I, I was kind of hesitant about bringing in eight people because oh I thought God, that might to. get a little too hectic. But honestly, that just made it better. This is a game where going all the way from one to eight players, if you're adding another player, you're making it a better time. Just 100% agree. I honestly would suggest not playing this game unless you can get five people to play. Yes. Any, any less than that, I would say keep hunting for people. I, I, I think if you get, if you get to like four, it's probably still it's probably still enjoyable, but you lose out on you know, as many situations where you need to override or have ties mm-hmm. uh, or even have splits between three plus decisions. Mm-hmm. And once you get down to like three people, I don't even know that I'd say it's worth playing. Like doing it in a big group is half the appeal to this game. And it's so good. Yeah. I think the story would be just fine. Like if you played it by yourself and you like these type of games, you you would probably enjoy it. The story's not yeah. awful, but like the appeal is absolutely having those override battles. And if yeah. you didn't know, you can go into settings and give people more overrides. Our group uh, opted what to... now? Hold yeah. up, what now? Yeah. <laughs> you can up the amount of overrides. Our group... Oh, boy. We settled on keeping everyone at three each. I yeah. don't know what the max is, but I know you can get more. Like, I could only oh, imagine man. I would what love would happen to if you have, like, ten. I-, I would love to even just give it a small buff to, like, five or six or something. E- even that would make a massive difference. Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna have to talk I know, I, I think, about that. I think, I think three's a good three spot, keeps it special. I yeah. yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it's, trying it's, to every time. a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think three's good too. Yeah. Uh, by the spot, way, though. um, MDP and his girlfriend played on the same console, so just so everyone yes. knows, you can have more than one person on the same console while playing online with other people. That's good to know. Yeah. That's a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, so there, there's a few nice things about playing this multiplayer. Uh, one of which is that, yeah, even when you're playing online, you can have multiple local players. Uh, two is there's also an option to play from a phone like you would with the Jackbox games. You go to a website and you punch in this little four-character code, and yep. it joins you into the game for you to play. Uh, and on top of that, there's also one that I'm not entirely sure how it works, but it has a streaming mode where your viewers can vote on dialogue options. I don't know if that's just a like a built-in functionality where they can place their votes and you can see what they want you to pick and you can choose whether to do that or if it actually takes their votes and applies them. I hope it's the latter because if they're if if I can go watch a Twitch stream and watch like <laughs> 60 people trying to vote on a dialogue option, I oh will. God. That I I would do it just to see that happen and I'm hoping that's how it works because I want to go find some some streamer playing it, but I suspect it's probably more just they place their votes and you can see what they want you to pick. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some sort of Twitch in- integration to it. I haven't set it up. I just honestly just didn't. I might set that up because we've been streaming this. L and I and others have been streaming this on uh, our Thursday nights. We've played the first three chapters. Yeah, the, and, the, the the pace of it is pretty good. You know, we we played for mm-hmm. it took us about an hour a chapter. I think maybe a little more. Yeah, about and, that, an hour and a half. And when I was chatting with L the other day, he said that his group had done same thing first two chapters in one session and then only the third chapter in the next one but that the time was the time of the sessions wasn't a whole lot different so it sounds like the third one might be even longer so it sounds like there's i mean the pacing stays pretty good longer. throughout yeah so i'm i'm very happy with that it doesn't feel like it's going to be something that we're going to be done with in two or three sessions it'll be you know several weeks at least if we stick with it on saturdays and but it it's it's a good time the the chaos is 99% so of the fun. It's just so fun. And I will say, just to throw it out, and then we continue from As Does False, uh, it's Game Pass. It's Game Pass, and now that it I'm is. looking at it, it's touch. there's touch controls on it, so like... Oh, it's on xCloud, too? Yeah, xCloud touch oh, controls. Wow. I just saw that over on the right. So, yeah. if I'm actually a little tempted. If, if the touch controls include that you can tap the dialogue choice... I might actually start playing it on my phone instead of my console because one, the only problem I've had with it so far, and it's something that a lot of games seem to have been doing recently, they uh, they they didn't you know adjust the UI for a console. You have a cursor that you have to move over to the dialogue options. It's the worst. It's yeah, and I'm not a big fan of that. It's it's the one place where the chaos of eight players is not a good thing. It can act like. Once you get to a group that size, it can actually be difficult to track down which one is yours. I disagree. I, I was just about to say, to, <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. I'll go ahead and say it because I know what oh, you're going to say. I'll let you say it. I was about to say, there, there's an example here coming up, I can tell. Sure, there's yeah. examples because you can watch as everyone has their locked in answer. Knew, and then you yeah. see my cursor hovering over one and then moving it back and forth. Yes, I was just about and to them, say that. And, and them yelling at me, like, come on. That That, that is Ow, fair. What there are you were, doing? There, there were a few also, points. Yeah. I was going to say also you could find like hidden prompts also so I don't know how that would work which is um... that's true I did forget about those yeah. that, that probably wouldn't work well without the cursor so yeah no, that's fair yeah I hate the cursor I, but now that I think I about it I get what you're, it, I get what you're saying yeah I, I can see that no there, there definitely were a couple times where it, it was kind of funny you know we'd have exactly that situation seven people had voted and there'd be you know, multiple options. So there'd be like one with one and then two with three. And you'd have someone possibly making a tiebreaker <laughs> or possibly just making an irrelevant vote. And it, that, that is something that did make a little more entertaining, actually being able to see someone trying to decide between these answers. Yeah. You can vote and then quickly hit B and change your vote. <laughs> you, you can, you can press B, to, get... you can press B to undo your vote. People get mad. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about it as dust falls a lot. We should continue. All right. Sorry, X. This is uh. I was gonna say I, I have nothing to contribute here. <laughs> I know. I don't even good. know what the game is other than what you just said. X, you have a million like, controllers. Go it's, buy it's a... go buy a headset <laughs> and play this in multiplayer. Oh my yeah, god, you will you will oh. like this. I promise you, you'll like it. It's so much it's fun, a, but you it, have to have a group. It's a point and click without the gameplay of a point and click. Yes, it's basically a telltale. With and, a, and I can and I can see from his face that he's half intrigued, half. Very confused. 
X. One of the Nailed things it. I am famous for is hating like points and clicks. <laughs> I hate point and click games. This game is getting is getting at least a four and a half stars from me. It's it's All so right. good. You know what? I nothing. Not no uh, no disrespect to Ellen and Hizo, but that was sort of the pitch that. All right, I'll check it out. Like okay, and like great. I said, you have to have a group. Do not just play this with you and Kelsey. You'll do yourself a disservice. Yes. You got to get some people in on it. Yep. Yeah. Get on the Dust Falls train, X. Um, <laughs> do you have any other games to talk about, or should we get into sales? Al? We're running a little. Oh, no. No, go. I could talk all day. This is fun, but Th- this is. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm having fun. This, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into some sales. I just have one. Well, I guess possibly two. I'm going to throw out. Uh, Risk is on sale. Typically fifteen dollars. It's six bucks. And then Risk Urban Assault. I might as well throw this one out there. It's a little bit more pricey. Also, usually fifteen dollars, but seven fifty. Uh, I've been kind of on, on a Risk rabbit hole right now i've been watching like risk world championships because that's apparently a thing in the world and it's kind of interesting it's just like oh, i kind of want to play that old board game but i don't want to play the board game because it's obnoxious to play in real life it's so much better as a video game so i might be picking up risk who knows uh x what would you like to recommend all right um game that i've actually played that's on sale that i would recommend is soul caliber six um it's it's soul caliber i feel like if you wanted it you probably own it at this point it was on game pass for a while um but it's still it's a 60 dollars game it's on sale for nine bucks oh, if wow. you have if you have any interest in fighting games whatsoever even just to goof around once in a while uh, you got nothing to lose but nine bucks it is hmm. it, it's probably tied with killer instinct for my favorite fighting game of current gen or wow. last gen, I suppose, for both of them. Um, I think brace. KI might still be number one, but no, I, I love Soul Calibur Six. I have I have hundreds of hours in it with very few achievements just because my brother and I will just will just play on, you know, a Friday night or a Saturday night, just six hours just going back and forth trying different characters. Wow. It is it's it's such a blast. If you played Soul Calibur, you know you know what you're getting into. If you haven't played Soul Calibur, it's a three D arena fighting game i don't even know how i'd really describe it um it's weapons based and every character sort of has their own combo so it's not like ki where the same stuff works with every character but if you have even even a fleeting interest in fighting games i i cannot recommend soul Calibur six enough so definitely do yourself a favor and next is the fighting game fan so that's really high praise (laughs) yeah no true story if i had to play one fighting game the rest of my life, Soul Calibur Six wow. would would be in solid contention for that coveted number any, one spot. Uh, characters from other games in it. Um, Darth Vader's. Yeah, uh, what's one. what's his name? Uh, <laughs> the guy from uh, Samurai Showdown, whose name I'm forgetting because I don't play as him. Spiky hair guy. I don't know. Yes, yeah, Oh man, Samurai I really Jack. Know this. I d- yeah, he looks like Samurai Jack. I don't play as him. Oh my gosh. I am completely blanking out on his name. I just remember, I think, was it Soul Calibur 2? Where... Soul Calibur 2 had the Link. console exclusive characters. Yeah. He had Link, Spawn, and I don't remember. Who and Hachi was on PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hachi from Tekken. 
That was the first yep. Soul where I played, and up until I think four, the only one. That I was played. a cool, cool little gimmick. Yeah, Spawn was my jam. Oh, How Maru? That's it. How Maru is oh. the samurai from Samurai Showdown. I'm not a big Samurai Showdown fan. All right, but that's um, cool. I like fighting games. I played it, but I'm just not a big fan of that game. Uh, but obviously, he plays like a Soul Calibur character. Um, and then the one that I do remember, near um, Automata 2B, is in the game. Really? As a guest character. Yeah, you can play as 2B. Oh, and that's then cool. uh, Ger- Geralt from The Witcher is in as well. Nice. But yeah, again, I'll, I'll just repeat myself. Um, I mean it for real. If you have even a passing interest in fighting games, check out Soul Calibur 6. I do not think you will be disappointed. And then my other two recommendations, uh, I have not played these games, but they popped up in the sales, and I am intrigued. So uh, Foof might like this one. Ella Metal's Death Metal Deathmatch <laughs> is two seventy nine down from seven ninety nine. Uh, a one point uh, seven ratio, seventeen hundred TA. Um, it is a one star rating party genre. <laughs> oh, it's got to be great. Oh, God. oh, you know it's good. What's not to love there? Yeah, yeah 1.19. 1.19 star rating. 1.7 ratio, $2.79. I mean, come on. I'm going to go for it, and you should too. I don't know anything about it. I looked at no gameplay. No, I just, I'll be buying it. And then uh, Escape from Life Incorporated is $6 down from 10 so not a great sale. Uh, it appears to be a three to four hour completion. Um, it has a 3.1, uh, 3.21 rather star rating. It's a puzzle platformer, um, 2300 TA, so it might be a little tougher. So I'll uh, I'll do some research there, but uh, mostly it was the name of the game that intrigued me, Escape from Life, because I hate my life, so I would like to escape from it. That's not depressing. Uh, hi, so what would you like to recommend? Not at all. Uh, well, first, I'm going to start by seconding Soul Calibur. Uh, to counter X's, I love Fighters and Soul Calibur 6's Great View. I hate Fighters, and Soul Calibur is awesome. I haven't played 6, <laughs> but there's like a 99% chance I'm going to be buying it in the next couple days. Uh, second, L, you will be yes. very excited to know. Yeah. Guess what <laughs> game has a remaster on the Xbox One and is on sale today? Mm, tell me, tell me. It is your favorite Old school LA cop simulator game <gasps> from the last decade, LA Noir. That is the worst dead horse that this podcast has. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is normally $40. It's down to $20. It's been on sale for this price a million times. It is a great game. It is solely here because L brought it up earlier in the show. I literally put it on the sheet as we were already <laughs> recording. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did consider beat, I did see it when I was looking through the sales earlier and consider beating the dead horse of my own free will, but I decided not to. And then L had to go say something, and Darn it, I, I couldn't I couldn't not include it <laughs> on this I list. Do. So yeah, La Noir twenty dollars. <laughs> go get it. It's a great. It's time. a lot like Doom. Check it out. That game, <laughs> La Noir, is fantastic. Now, uh, it got rid of their own dead horse though, which I don't like. So instead of saying the famous doubt, now it's just good cop, bad cop, or something like that. I think so. I think they changed it. I I haven't played too much into the remaster, and it's been a while. But I think they did change it. Doubt. It's good cop, bad cop. I don't know. Yeah, they they changed it because I have to check. It it got so much hassle the first time around. 
because their choice name, the names for those choices were so off base right. of what they actually were. I mean, I have a bone to pick with Rockstar right now. I'm going to go <laughs> on a little tangent since I haven't done that at all this episode. No. Um, when L.A. Noir came out, it had DLC, which added four extra cases. And mm-hmm. you would uh, buy this thing called a season pass, which we talked about in the Discord recently. When the servers went down, apparently the ability to download your DLC with the season pass went away also. And no one said this was going to happen. No one knew about this. So if you didn't have the files downloaded on your 360, you are SOL. And that's what happened to me. It happened to M. Wow. And to a lot of people, if you look at the forums, X is waving. Um, that's crazy. So I tried everything. I I did see in the forums that they said, okay, they are selling them in the store for three ninety nine each. So I'm like, all right, I could suck it up and you know spend the sixteen dollars so I can finish the game. Went to click on one and buy it, and no, it just gave me an error. It didn't work. Oh wow! Uh, so then I said, oh, there's a LA Noir Complete Collection. That's cool. And then in the forums it says, okay, yeah, this will have the DLC on it, but. It's a completely different save file, so you'd have to start over. Uh, and it's not <laughs> even a stack for the trouble. Nope, it's Ooh. not. So there's a lot wrong. And then I found a friend who had the files on his Xbox, and he sent them to me on a flash drive, and I said, all right, this has got to work, and it did not work. I was just about to recommend I might be able to do that for you. Yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those old-school season passes where buying the season pass doesn't actually give you a license to the other DLC. It just makes it so that if you go to buy the DLC, it will be free from in the game. Mm. But until that's you go thing, and you do, do that, you don't in get... the game. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, a lot of those old school season passes like gears of war and stuff too. You know, we'll have a disclaimer in the description of the season pass saying, don't go to the store and buy these other DLCs. You will be charged extra uh, for it. You will be them. charged again. Download right, it. Yeah. yeah, download it right. from the game. And yeah, right. that, That's, I didn't. Yeah. I had not realized until you told me about that the other day, El, that I that's so that was so weird to me that LA Noirs would be linked to their social club servers in any way at all. It really doesn't make any sense from a like programming standpoint, but whatever. Yeah. And apparently they're not doing anything about it because I'm sure people have complained to them. Oh, there's I'm no way they're going to for, for 360 games. Oh, yeah, they yeah. couldn't be bothered. They're getting they're getting a million dollars a day from Shark Card. So. Yeah, that one, they, could be get, they could be getting two million a day from Buffalo Bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Do we just have our new dead Buffalo? <laughs> yes, I've left my mark. Okay, okay, wow, screw you guys. <laughs> Reputation ruined. <laughs> All right, L. What games would you like to recommend? Oh, I sailed away. Uh, there's not much this week. I'm gonna go with Palgi games since I like Palgi games and they're fun to play with significant others and everyone else. Word Sudoku and Word Wheel are both four dollars, which is fifty percent off. They are easy completions if you want to just cheat or you can just go through normally and you'll get the achievements as they come good times cool all right well for games of gold if you don't want to buy anything scourge bringer is available now until september 15th that's an xbox one game and on xbox 360 
<clears throat> is Monaco? 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 Monaco. <laughs> What's yours is mine. And that's available till the end of the month. But all... You might have Monaco, because that's another, uh, another repeat, repeat on the 360 side. Oh, is four-player online game that's actually a lot of fun, which is some difficult achievements. But I'm actually starting it up with a group this weekend. I've heard good. I, L is not the only person I've heard say that it's good. But yeah, I've played a couple levels. It. it was a good enough time. All right, uh, four hundred game- gamer score though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game Pass news available now is Boy, Coffee Talk. Who cares about that? Nobody has anything oh, to say about hey, this. Hey, wait. Oh, wait. Ben, ben. There. Wait. Hold on. There's a. There's a note. L has something to say about this. Well, what? What do you want to say about this? Aw. Coffee talk makes me sad. Um, I believe this was on Game Pass, and then it left, and now it's it was back. Games with gold. I don't think it was ever Game Pass. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think it was. was yeah, it I think it was Games uh-huh. with Gold. It was Games with Gold, because that's how I have it, is Games with Gold. Okay, well, if you haven't played it, I'm not one to read the story in visual novels, but I really enjoyed the story in Coffee Talk. I actually did it on my laptop or Surface or something. Play anywhere. And there's a crazy story. And it's sad because the the person responsible for Coffee Talk recently passed away. So... I would, I think it was just done by one person. Say, play Coffee Talk. Don't skip the dialogue. <coughs> At least right away. Check it out. And you get to brew drinks, which is a lot of fun. June 2020 was Games of Gold. All right. And it looks like we're expecting a sequel to it this year. A lot of people probably have it. A re- mm. yeah, I'm curious if that sequel is going to see the light of day. I'm about to say, yeah, de- depending on how crucial well. that guy was to its existence. <laughs> right. Oh, um, I would also just like to throw out there. Uh, I'll, I'll piggyback on what it'll said. I uh, am formerly the visual novel guy. I stopped playing all the crappy ones, but I'll still play the good ones. And this is it's one of the good ones. If you. I know most of you are just going to fast forward through the dialogue, and uh, in that case, it's probably going to be pretty tedious. But uh, te- tedious? That's not a word. Tedious. <laughs> just now. Easy but yeah. tedious. Yeah, that. Um, thank you. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll piggyback what I said. The story is is very well done, um, and very well handled. I guess if you think about all the the sort of issues it deals with. Uh, but I'll also throw out there: there is one achievement that people notoriously struggle with. Or drawing latte art. If you play the game, check it out on TA. You'll, you'll see which one. Um, I have my most upvoted guide on TA ever is for the latte art one. So uh, go check out my guide and give me an upvote because I promise it will work for you. All right. <laughs> I had a hell of a time getting that one. Out. So I put the, the guide out to help people. And yeah, it, yeah. There you go. Also coming to Game Pass. August 23rd is Midnight Fight Express. August 25th for the PC is Exapunks. Mm. Um, also on the 25th is Opus Echo of Star Song Full Bloom Edition. For That's console and PC. Uh, oh, we didn't mention that one in our uh, remakes, remasters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
on August 30th, we have Commandos 3 HD Remaster for the cloud console on PC. Immortality for cloud PC and Xbox Series X and S. Uh, the big one for the 30th is Immortals Phoenix Rising. Thank you for everyone for buying that so now I don't have to. Cloud console and PC. Love that game. Loved everything about that game. Thank you for buying it. Uh, you too, <laughs> Nate. I am glad to have purchased it. <laughs> and then, oh, and then uh, also on the 30th is Tinykin for the console and PC. All right. And then, unfortunately, right, the leaving August 31st are a couple of heavy hit, really heavy hitters is is yeah. leaving Game Pass. This is probably the worst leaving Game Pass news we've had. Yeah. First up, we have Elite Dangerous, Hades, Mist, NBA 2K22, Signs of, of the Sojourner, Spiritfarer, 12 Minutes, Two Point Hospital, What Remains of Edith Finch, and World War Z. That's Ouch. a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah. Ouch. They are going to be making a lot of money <laughs> before the end, end of the month with people buying these games. As just a reminder, you can save 20% by buying these games right now and 10% on any of the DLC for any of these games. I know personally I am going to be buying... The shill. I am personally... <laughs> oh, yeah. Please, Phil, <laughs> I will... Gladly expect <laughs> accept your sponsorship dollars. I will tattoo Xbox Game Pass on him for those for those sponsorship dollars. Uh, personally, I will be buying Two Point Hospital and Hades. Although I may, I may go for a physical copy of Hades because I just love that game so much. There yeah, I was kind of I was kind of disappointed by this list. I mean, granted. The ones I care about have been here for a long time. It's on me for not having played them yet, but it is Same. still kind of a bummer. You know, I never did get around to Mist. I might go through that. Uh, same thing with 12 Minutes. Signs of the Sojourner is probably going to have a good bit of my time for the rest of the month just because it's card and board, and it seems very completable. Um, Mist is definitely doable. Yeah, um, I think that's, you, you could do that. That's a few hours. 12 Minute is a couple hours. If Finch is short, I imagine. Yeah, that one was a pretty quick and easy. It was weird, but it was quick and easy. Spiritfarer is also like one of those games where it's like I feel like I might want to buy because I, I feel like that's a game yeah. that I would enjoy, but at the same time, I don't know if I want to rush pay through that for one. it. Yeah, that's not usually my genre, but from the people who I've chatted with while they're playing it, it seems to be pretty universally liked yeah. for the genre. Yeah, it's got high high reviews, a lot of praise, a lot of love. So if it's the kind of thing that you like, you might you, that's probably one that you're going on to buy. But yeah, that is quite possibly the worst month of leaving news that we've gotten. Yeah, a lot of big-time heavy hitters. But uh, yeah, with that, let's get into uh, some brag camp. Uh, X, you want to read the completions? All right, for completions, yeah. Enigma Gamer 77 has 400 completed games. Junkos has 450. P-Tart Texas TX, Tix, Tix, has 600. I know who you are, P-Tart. And Inigo <laughs> Montoya 80 has 1,550 completed games. Good job. All 
Uh, Heiser, you want to take uh, the streaks? Yeah, so in streaks, we have Lucas1987, who has who is on a 200-day achievement win streak. Uh, we have It's Alive X on a 700-day. Morbid237 with 1150. Enigma Gamer 77 on 1350. And then jumping up to Seamus McLimey at 2150. Mr. Gompers and Matriarch, both with 3,250-day achievement win streaks. AS Unknown 1 reached his one-year anniversary streak, as did Sadak. In gamer score, AS Unknown has hit 150,000. Print Clue Scroll, 250,000. Uh, Aftos, 84. I hope I'm saying that right. 300,000. Sir Polygon, 450,000. Desert Fox, 0420, 500,000. Petart has hit 550,000. Logic Slayer, 650,000. What the fuck has hit 900,000. Big L has hit 950,000, as he said before. X hit 1.25 million gamer score. And Mental Knight has hit 1.9 million gamer score. Truly mental. And the Knight. In leaderboards, Aftos84 is now in the top 20 of the Australia TIA leaderboard for vehicular combat. And that was back, back on the day on back on the day on PlayStation Destruction Derby and those type of games were really fun. Destruction, Destruction Derby was so Twisted good. Metal. Twisted Metal, like you don't see those anymore. Bring really. back are... Twisted Metal. Why has that not been rebooted yet? <laughs> we're get, we we aren't we may not be getting video games, but Amazon is working on a Twisted Metal TV show, and I am what? so excited. Oh yeah. If it is even halfway what, um, decent, I will watch the entire thing. I'm gonna I'm watch so it. They're probably gonna hate it. What do they even have now? I don't even know. What, what Xbox games do they have? Look None. it up. Hey, bottom is in the top 100 of the Gamer Score at Leaderboard for Vayners. Oh, Mr. Oh, Dave, you need to shh. Mess it up every time on purpose, just for you. Like children of Bodo. hang out in the Vayner channel. Or music. Sir, Polygon is in the top. 10 of the TA leaderboard for on rails and number one in completions for on rails. Nice. And that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. If you're I don't into. know how many games Crimson are. Crimson Dragon. Yeah. In the <laughs> genre, there can't be that many, which tends to make them really competitive. So, congrats on number one. Right. Hmm. Don't forget what Elroy said that uh, railroad. Simulator should be on rails, but it's not. It's whatever right. it's called. <laughs> Thrash Forever is now second in the England Completed Games leaderboard for music. That's pretty awesome as well. Nice. Very nice. Oh, I also remember music games. Those were fun. <laughs> now we just play simulator games all day long. I was gonna say now we now or match three games. Music games also need to be brought back. <laughs> I want more plastic instruments uh, to throw behind my couch. Heck yeah. None of this Guitar Hero live nonsense, though. Ugh, so bad. Uh, all right. Nobody tag me in Brad Cam. I'm not going to find them. you got to tag me. Come on, guys. There were a lot of almost amp stuff. Yeah, that's just Israel. <laughs> almost doesn't count. you got to tag Al. 
That's just yeah. Isret being Isret like, oh, look, I almost completed Boyfriend Dungeon, and oh, now I did. Hey, Bang. he still got a shout-out, so it obviously worked. Damn it! <laughs> Apparently you don't <laughs> have to tag out. right into his trap. Reverse proctology. I, hate it when I apologize for my participation in this endeavor. <laughs> All right, guys. As that, usual. That will do it for us. That was a long one. That's what she said. Come on. I like how you just stopped talking. You we... waited for the pause. Because I knew someone I would you left the pause. You were just I, waiting. I thought we were all were going to do it. Because after I said it, I'm like, <laughs> someone's going to say it. So I might as well just pause, <laughs> let it get it out. All right. Oh, yes. Uh, the usuals. You can follow and sub- subscribe to us over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash age101. Send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at achievements101. We have Patreon, Achievement Hunting 101, YouTube, Achievement Hunting 101, but most importantly, join the Discord. Come be a part of the community. You get all the links to all everything, the contests, giveaways, all the good stuff, discord.io slash AH101. All the links for everything is down in the show notes. Uh, X, Ahizo, it was great having you guys on. This was a lot of fun, as you can tell, because the show is two hours long. <laughs> we had so many <laughs> rabbit trails. <laughs> so such a bad sign. Yeah, such a good sign. It was. When the show goes long, you know you're just having fun because we're just talking. It was like an Xbox Live party chat. Exactly. I have uh, no idea what we talked about. It's probably good. And uh... I had fun. I had fun. Thanks for oh. having me. Who knows when you'll see me next? Because you know school and nobody wants to record with me anymore. Apparently, so if you want to record oh, with me, just no let me sad know. X. Come on. No, this isn't sad X. No this sad is, X. This is why does nobody want to record no with me? No pity party. <laughs> hey, you've missed your window of opportunity to record with people. Oh man. <laughs> oh well, you know what? I can't think of a better way to end the show than top three oh, games that's... installed on my backup console that start with the letter A, as defined Hearts 2, American Hero, and Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot, the first cases. Oh. Man, I haven't heard one of those in a while. Right? Okay, <laughs> I God, I'd hate to keep this show going, especially after that, but American Hero. <laughs> Look up just bad games, American Hero. They this channel Rares did an entire uh an entire video on that game. Oh my god, that looks so awful. I cannot believe that is in your top three. Um, you must only have th- sidebar. I only have three. I was just about to say start with the letter A. And- <laughs> I was just about to say you must only have three. <laughs> All right. All right. I found the YouTube video. How did Resident Evil Two manage to fit on a single N sixty four cart? It has one point four million views. Uh, please send that to me. I will. Yeah, put it in the group. It was really hard to find. I typed in Resident Evil N64 into YouTube, and it was the first one. Yeah, but I'm yeah. so lazy. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> oh, type right. it in. When you already have it. <laughs> you already did the work. <laughs> putting it in. All right, but yes, right before we leave, uh, Ahizo, is there anything that you would like to plug or talk about before we head out? Uh, I might start a GoFundMe just to start being able to plug something and get some money out of it. But no, <laughs> not right now. All right. It sounds like he's saying he's plugging the uh, Achievement Hunting 101 Patreon. So he's the guest. Go ahead and listen to what he just said. (laughs) But with that, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Class is dismissed. See you all next week. See you. Bye. All right.
I'm here at the Achievement Fest 2022 in Terre Haute. Yeah, Terre Haute. But uh, yeah, 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 and uh, joined here. Uh, we're in the waning moments here, and so I had to get uh, Mr. Triple Triad 777. Yeah, uh, in the flesh. Yeah, the, uh, so that uh, I might have a chance to uh, fondle his hoodie. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the only reason why you want me. <laughs> so... Um, anyhow, so uh, how was your achievement fest this year? Oh, it actually went pretty well. Spent a lot more time socializing more than gaming, but I got some uh, amazing games done, like Disney Fairies. I mean, yeah, then walk us through that. That oh, was uh, I saw you over there. Uh, it was it was something else. I could only handle about a chapter at a time before I had to get up and <laughs> do something else. I mean, that Tinkerbell, she is very oh, inventive. She's very uh, tinkering, one might say. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, uh, which um, which achievement did you find the worst in that game? Uh, well, it helps if you read the guides because uh, <laughs> when you're supposed to go uh, right to left instead of going left to right for one of the achievements, yeah. uh, and doing it four times before you realize that hey, you're supposed to go right to left. I mean that. That kind of just wears you That's down. It's earth shattering, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just changes your whole perspective one night, Art. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't really have much of the difficulty with the mini game ones, but just that yeah, reading they, comprehension, it can be a little rough. Yeah, reading is tough, some say. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got Disney fairies out of the way, and uh, so uh, what else was your highlight here? I, I, I saw the, or I saw you in the back in the. The haunted yeah, kitchen yeah. a lot. Uh, we went through uh, Attack of the Movies 3D. That yeah. was uh, that was something else because, I mean, when you have an on rails game, it's nice. Like some of them can be pretty good, but when you have an on rails game where every single time after you shoot, the cursor just goes straight to the middle of the screen, and you have to fight that the whole time you're playing, it can uh, it can be a little damning, one might say. <laughs> yeah. Did you look groovy in the glasses? Oh, we didn't bring up the glasses. What? No, no, no. no. Oh man, you should at least get a picture with uh, with everyone with the glasses on. Yeah, I, I asked if they wanted to, but it was uh, it was three in the morning, so we were kind of wearing a little thin. <laughs> right on. Did you uh, play any of the rock band back there? Yeah, yeah, I've got a little bit done. Uh, yeah. A lot of the band stuff for a few people, and then. Myself included, but right. yeah, I, heard, I heard you went through the whole Beatles catalog. Oh, we did. That was uh, that was something else. Yeah, uh, we yeah. had a vulgar. He was on vocals. He was doing a pretty good job, and then Ahizo and myself were on guitar, and uh, Dinobull was on drums for half of it. So yeah, we had a pretty good uh, rock band going on back there. Right. Yeah. How'd you adjust for the uh, the decayed uh, uh, kick pedal? Uh, we were actually using a different kick pedal, so it, it wasn't dry uh, rod. It wasn't the dry rod one. But okay. You gotta give a shout out to Retro. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he went above and beyond trying to <laughs> trying to figure out how to get that Guitar Hero uh, tutorial to work. That ended up just being a different solution. We ended up saving the day for that. So mm. yeah. Well, that's uh, so. Uh, I know you don't have a whole lot of time with us. So, um, what would be your your biggest, your best memory for this achievement fest? I mean, you've been to how many so far? Uh, this is my third one. So okay. Yeah. Well, I, I got a few under my belt. Yeah. How'd this one fare to the other two? Uh, 
Actually, I felt this one was a little more like fun. Uh, yeah. Had a new e-bash set up, so it was a little more... Uh, you digging the kitchen? Yeah, I was digging the kitchen. You know, mm -hmm. a little apartment for about everything. Last time it was kind of just all in one open room and yeah. every man for themselves a little bit. This one was a little more sectioned off, so it had a little more uh, organization to it. And, and plus it has a train that runs around it. I mean, oh, I mean yeah. God, Pete Tart would not stop talking about that train that runs around the, the, the top there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, being a Terre Haute native, uh, I came here to the where the current Ebash is. It used to be a restaurant, and the, that train used to run all the time, oh, all man. day. And uh, so it's, it's, yeah. I told uh, my buddy Sir Polygon, it was kind of weird coming back here and uh, yeah. having been to this as, when it was a restaurant, and never at the time thought that hey, I'll be back in the kitchen playing mm -hmm. rock band and just. Never really crossed my mind. What kind of uh, what kind of restaurant was it? It's kind of like an American bistro, a little bit. Do you remember the uh, name of it? It's called Bagger Dave's. Bagger Dave's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a I think it's a chain up in like Michigan, and they uh, tried to expand, but uh, didn't what, catch you, on. What'd you usually uh, get at Bagger Dave's? Usually it was like hamburgers, salads, that kind of stuff. So you went, you went with the hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What well, train? Ran around. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay, they didn't bring you the food, so that was kind yeah. of disappointing. Right, and they got the aquarium out there. That's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, back at the old eBash. The owner, he has an aquarium. He had to oh, okay. take some of the fish home with him while they got that one up and running. So. Yeah, that's a nice aquarium. So, so anyhow, so uh, so what's your takeaway memory from this one? Uh, what, what, what's your achievement that you will remember more than any of the uh, other ones? Do you have one that stood out? Yeah, uh, it was actually a rock band one. Uh, uh -huh. We had a Gold Star uh, band out of Boston and uh, from uh, band Boston. It was a, oh no, it was a rock and roll band. That's what it was. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so you had the Gold Star, and to be able to Gold Star, you all had to be on an expert, and you had to have a full band. So uh -huh. you had to really uh, work for that one. So yeah, uh, but it was fun. We uh, got about four or five tries. Yeah. So, then uh, sitting here watching you play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for, <laughs> for a few hours. Uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, as you might imagine, that is my achievement uh, of, that I will not forget. And it's uh, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in time, reshelled or something like that. It's a little crappy 200 uh, pointer, not a real game. But uh, man, it was a really enjoyable game. It yeah. was well done. Yeah. Man. First time, I thought the graphics were crazy. Yeah, yeah, you could probably release it today and no one know the difference. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, and they. Uh, but there's a, one single achievement in it uh, that uh, is the one that sticks out. Every all the other ones are like a one to two ratio, but then there's this one little four ratio is snuck yeah. in there where you have to beat the entire game on one life, and if you die, that's it. And uh, so. There's a, also a boss that will one-shot you to death, and so painting a picture for you here, just imagine how frustrating it could be to get all the way through it, uh, have someone convince you, you were yeah. like, hey, I'm not going to go for this, uh, This is I don't need this stress at Achievement Fest, but then someone's like, hey, let's just try it co-op, 
and then you know you hypothetically start it, and then they die off in level three. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's crazy, right? Yeah, hey, I mean, other people attempted it as well. I'm sure they got <laughs> yeah. they got killed off as well. So it's a common thread. No, too. but yeah. So so Triple talked me into trying it, and then I got all the way to Shredder, well, all the way to stage seven, and then had him down to like two health, and then all of a sudden I'm laying on like I'm a little turtle yep. just laying Spread on eagle, <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I like turtles but um, apparently uh, shredder does too yeah. and he has a whole terrarium full because that happened not once but I, I i i sucked it up and and waited until you know the last thing i did uh, last night and so i tried a second run and be damned if it wasn't the exact same thing so he has a, a terrarium with two little turtles in yeah, it. Yeah, two, two Leonardos yeah. and blue headbands. Yeah, 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 full of disappointment. But much like the hero's journey yeah. this uh, morning. Third time's a charm. Indeed. Man. So I'm, I'm super pumped about it. I got the completion. That's my achievement. Yeah, That's my yeah, Achievement yeah. Fest uh, yeah. uh, trial. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah. Yeah. the rest of the time I spent... Wading through visual novels, trying to oh, yeah? catch up. Did any of them catch your eye? Did you? Was oh. there any story? Did you enter the dragon? No, not any stories. <laughs> there, there's some uh, interesting one. Uh, I played one where every time you died, uh, a pizza came up on the screen and uh, oh. had a frowny face, like you died. So uh, yeah. that was a uh, memorable. And then uh, <laughs> I don't know. Some of them were just out there a little bit, yeah. watching the yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Gina. It's you one, the, yeah, the dog one. It the, like the, a, the visual novel looks like a PowerPoint yeah, presentation. Yeah, yeah, that one was like what? Uh, yeah, that the, one. The background was looked like something you'd have on a clip art or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm telling you, it was, I, I swear they made that game in PowerPoint. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, interesting. How much gamer score did you put up yesterday? Uh, about twelve thousand. All uh, right, you feel good about that? That's uh, more than I've done all year. So, <laughs> so uh, how bad did your ratio drop? Not at all. Really? It's getting set at a 1.78. Really? 12,000 just crap. Yep. Infused gamer score and, and it didn't budge. Nope. That's wow. That's solid. So wow. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I again, I don't want to keep you too long. So uh, I, I've been asking everybody, if you're on the fence about coming back or coming to Achievement Fest, what would you do to push them over the edge and have them come? Uh, I'd say just take a leap. Uh, a lot of about ten people here. There was their first time, and mm -hmm. I have a feeling that they're going to come back again because I mean it's just a blast having a whole few days just to play games, mm -hmm. hang out, yeah. go explore Terre Haute. Well, what there is to explore. Uh, yeah, just. Come on down. I mean, more people tend to come every year, so it's always nice to see more new faces, yeah. especially from the achievement hunting community, because it's always nice to put a name with a face. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So, before I let you go, are you going to let me see this uh, this, uh, oh, garment, yeah. this garment that you brought with you? Yeah. It's, uh, All right. So, I'm, I'm looking at this, this hoodie here. Uh, yeah. It appears to have a golden... Uh, hue to it. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Oh it's my gosh. Oh my goodness. And it's got his name on it. Yeah. And, uh, it says 2017 GTAS Team Winner. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. On so, the front, you got the oh, TA and oh my goodness. the so, TAS logo. So how often do you wear this? Oh, wait, do I get the like... Oh, you, touch, you, you, can, touch touch it, you can touch it. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, God, the <laughs> oh my goodness. That is... That 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 was amazing. Yeah, I'm touch it again. That's, uh, that's crazy. I've All only right. worn a few times. It, only uh, a few times. What well, the hell's wrong? with It's you? hard to take it out of its frame up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's a uh, man. One can dream. I, yeah. I hope to own one of my own someday. Uh, time will come the, eventually. The golden hoodie. So yeah. I appreciate you sharing that with yeah. me. That, oh, uh, of course. Uh, it's a. Uh, it looks nice. Yeah, now so, you know what to strive for. It is. Yeah, right. I feel, you know, I'm just feeling all this uh, motivation now. I mean, yep. Shredder got his this morning, and yep. now, now I'm touching golden hoodies. And, there you go. Yeah, and, well, I call it a win. So, yeah. So, anyhow, well, um, I know you got to get off to the airport or take someone to the airport. Yeah. So, yep. um, any parting thoughts for the folks? Uh, it's always nice to see new people and the. Get some achievements along the way. Absolutely. One might say the achievements are the people that you meet, not the gamer score you earn. Oh, so, man. Wise words of wisdom. Dropping the wisdom on the way out. I yeah, love it. Yeah. All right. So, anyhow, man, I appreciate you. Yeah. Have us uh, some safe travels. Well, thank you. You too. All right. Take care, guys. Hello, I'm Wakapale, welcome you to a new Battle Royale review. Rumbleverse is a free-to-play wrestling-themed Battle Royale from Iron Galaxy and Epic Games, where 40 players are shot from a cannon onto Grapital City, where they fight until there is only one player left standing, or two if you play duos. Those are your only match types at the moment. Rumbleverse focuses on unarmed combat, offering some very fragile weapons at your disposal such as folding chairs, foam or metal bats, and street signs which break in less than a handful of hits. The ever-shrinking ring area starts out very small, ensuring the fast-moving contestants always have the opportunity to pummel each other with few moments to catch your breath unless you actively hide. The play area is littered with chicken you can eat to regain health, power-ups and the aforementioned weapons which you can carry up to 5 at a time. But anything you're currently holding in your hands is dropped if anything hits you. There are no ranged weapons, but you can throw anything you're holding at your enemies, including chickens. The fast-paced fights has rock-paper-scissor-like mechanics, with moves like light attacks, heavy attacks and blocks, where heavy attack breaks blocks and blocked light attacks leaves your enemy vulnerable. In Rumbleverse, you level up and gain random perks as you deal damage. You also gain star power by hitting enemies, as well as getting hit, which allows you to briefly go into a powerful super state and use a super move, which is your best way of knocking out opponents, as it can instantly take out just barely damaged opponents. 
As Rumbleverse highly encourages an aggressive playstyle, there often end up being hotspots where a handful of players are brawling at the same time, constantly pulling in nearby contestants. Hiding is possible and a valid strategy to reach the end game, but depending on the remaining players' perks, it can be rather difficult to take them out if you haven't powered yourself up. Rumbleverse 1000 game score only has 12 achievements and at the moment worth 3800 TA, which hasn't settled yet, but I'm guessing it will end up at a ratio around 2 due to how easy it is, especially with a boosting partner. But since it is free to play, the ratio might stay higher than it deserves. There is only one truly challenging achievement, which is for winning a match without equipping a special move. Most achievements will come with natural play, but there are a few you have to go out of your way for, such as eating a chicken outside of the ring. This particular achievement has a bad description, as it leaves out you need to be at low health when doing so to unlock it. There is also an achievement for performing a massive elbow drop on someone from very high, which you likely end up doing anyway, as it is fun to elbow drop opponents when jumping from rooftops. There is only one grindy achievement, which is for breaking the block for another player 100 times. This might not sound bad, but the issue is most players rarely, if ever, block, making this achievement alone likely taking around 15 to 20 hours of natural play. Or you can boost it quickly with a friend in around 2 uninterrupted matches. Rumbleverse can technically be completed in around 2 hours if you get your win without special abilities early and have a boosting body, but will likely take around 15 to 20 hours if you play by yourself, mostly due to the block breaker achievement. In fact, you will probably only have the blocks left to do after 5 hours if you play without help. Despite Rumbleverse just being released, the matchmaking is fairly slow, with minutes spent before entering a lobby, where you will have to wait for it to fill for another minute. The matches themselves are very high paced and rather short, I'm guessing around 10 minutes. While I had a good time with Rumbleverse, I have a feeling most casual players will leave sooner rather than later, as the skill gap between newbies and experienced players is very apparent. There are bots, but you cannot choose to play bot matches, and for now the lobbies are filled with actual players brawling through Graptal City. Despite backing from Epic, I don't think Rumbleverse will stay around for very long. If you have any interest in it, I recommend you check out Rumbleverse sooner rather than later. Have a nice day everyone!